Get it, Skip. All right, welcome aboard, everybody. Wave goodbye to the people on the dock. You've probably never, they're never gonna see him. You're never gonna see him again. But then again, you've never seen him before. Welcome aboard the World Famous Animusings Podcast. My name is David, and I'll be your skipper for the Jungle Book for the next uh, three fabulous days and five fabulous nights. Um, this is the one ride I feel I get to do that doesn't have a really specific spiel. You would make a great Jungle Cruise skipper. <laughs> I doubt it somehow, but okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's December, and we're here to talk about the Jungle Book. Hi. <laughs> but we're not alone. Uh, we, we brought other people into this jungle with us. First of all, hi, I'm Kayla. The, your uh, cruise director for this evening is David King. <laughs> she's my. Uh, she, she's the one who uh, handed I, you. She's the one who will help you out by the rear. I'm your captain of the boat. This is Disneyland. <laughs> this is a family park. <laughs> and um, we have our uh, we have our native dancing girls here. <laughs> I was told the role was Spearman. <laughs> I'm very cold right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, oh, look, look, Disney, Disneyland hasn't opened the Tropical Serenade yet. We need to have the like auditions. Do, do you think they'll do like old Tahitian Terrace style oh fire dances and stuff? Because that'd be pretty sick. No, can I just be the captain? But I'm dressed. You're, I okay, wanna, I'll drive. No, 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 the... no, hold on. I want to be dressed like the Titanic captain. <laughs> <laughs> And just looks proudly. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you say we're going to need a bigger boat at random intervals. (laughs) Which is completely wrong. Wrong movie. We're going to, everybody's a captain, everybody's a a boat captain from a different movie. You're the Titanic captain. I'm a jungle, I'm the, I'm, uh, I'm Humphrey Bogart from the African (laughs) Queen. One of you is, uh, is, uh. Quint from Jaws. I'll, let, yeah, I'll take that because I'm yeah. a Spielberg podcast. Yeah. There you go. That's true. Uh, so, so we have we have Quint, aka Justin Kizan. Hi, I'm gonna get eaten by a shark in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Well, what, does the shark come before or after the backside of water? Um, well, depends on where. How far along are we from this from shore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird version of the Jungle Cruise, yeah. you guys. Yeah. And uh, returning returning to us from from Pinocchio, it's uh it's uh w- which which captain? Which name? Uh, I think I'll be um, Cap'n from the Animal Crossing series. <laughs> I sing sea shanties while I take you to a little island. In a little, in a little, like, in a little, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, dang it, I could have said Cap- Captain from Captain and Tennille. Oh, that the bad Captain. That would be it. Oh, Captain, my Captain. He truly is my Captain. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's Andrew Lindy. Hi. And we're doing a joint podcast with... Uh, they're from the Nothing New podcast. We're among you, among many other podcasts. Well, many others, but, the, <laughs> yeah. but they're mostly here because of Nothing New. What is Nothing New, gentlemen? Oh, uh, <laughs> it is every, our yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, every, <laughs> every month we uh, we look at a, a remake. We we investigate it. We interrogate <laughs> it, and uh, we compare it to the original or the earliest version of of it, or or something of that sort. Yeah, I, I think it is appropriate that we're here for the Jungle Book, given that. Well, it just keeps getting remade. Yeah, it keeps getting <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't long, but like we'd, we'd already committed to doing this when we've heard that Netflix was doing their own Jungle Book movie called Mowgli. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's, I don't know how much it's drawing from specifically Rudyard Kipling alone, or how mm-hmm. it's, if it's zeitgeisting a little bit from Disney there too, but so, hard to say. By the way, just, uh, this I'll have fun facts along the way, as I usually do, but here's... You're the master of those. But here's actually uh, one that I probably should say. Uh, Rudyard Kipling, the author of the book, uh, it's actually pronounced Mowgli, not Mowgli. Huh. Mowgli. Yeah. Um, so apparently 
Walt Disney was the one who called it Mowgli, and it's because of this movie, everybody thinks of it as Mowgli. <laughs> because Walt Ooh. said it. <laughs> and so, well, none of the animators would dare question Walt. <laughs> well! There, there's one! Oh, no. uh, okay, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, a sto- there's a story there. Uh, but, but um, I mean, at this point, uh, Kipling was passed away, but his daughter was still alive. And she never forgave Disney for changing <laughs> it. He's like, no, it's Mowgli. How dare you? Wow, he has a history of that, don't he? <laughs> he? He really does. I mean, honestly, honestly, uh, one of the things I've learned doing this podcast with Kayla is consistently just how much of a, a freaking hard ass <laughs> Walt was. Yeah. By, by the way, by the way, he burned a bridge here. Walt burned a bridge here. Bro. All right, let, let's start at the beginning. Let's talk about the. Let's briefly talk about the production history of this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, this boy. is your big. This is your big moment. This is my moment to shine. So, uh, <laughs> and then we'll talk about the movie in in detail. Okay. Okay. So after Sword in the Stone and our personal histories with it, <laughs> Sword in the Stone was released. Uh, the guy who basically was the header of that, the uh, Bill Pete said, let's do more interesting animal characters. And they decided to do uh, Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. Um, Walt was very unhappy with how Sword in the Stone turned out, so he's like, I'm going to be as much involved with this movie as, like, he wanted to be really involved. Because Walt was just kind of like, eh, do whatever you want with, like, yeah. Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah, because remember... Despite the fact that he was on a big Arthurian kick at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with uh, Sleeping Beauty, he didn't... They they never had any story meetings or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, just just for the for the uninitiated, Walt fluctuated from, like, not caring at all to caring way too much. <laughs> um... Of course, at this time, of course, it should be noted that uh, around this time he was kind of, you know, dying from lung, lung cancer. So. Yeah. I okay, mean, so... Um... <laughs> We'll address that elephant in the room. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. Um, so here, here's the thing about the original book. It is very dark. Like, it is really dark and has a very sinister tone. Yes. Bill Pete wanted to follow that very closely. and I'm all for a dark and spooky jungle book. Um, a really heavy jungle book. Uh, and the focus would be... <laughs> Dog? <laughs> and it would be by the way it would be the, about the struggles between animal and man <laughs> also, also wasn't it was like it's like a series of like stories and poems right that was, it's not quite like a plotted thing a, there's the yeah, there's the Mowgli I'm gonna pronounce it Mowgli when we're, we're speaking of Rudyard Kipling's <laughs> talk, I'm gonna pronounce him as Mowgli I love but it. when but we're then, talking about Disney's it will be Mowgli, Mowgli yeah. but Disney didn't even touch Ricky Tikki Tavi which I think was no. also part of the Jungle Book yes, right yes yeah mm. so okay but um so Pete did create two characters. One is the um, girl character at the end, uh, who in Jungle Book Two we will learn is Shanti. Mm-hmm. But that that name she did. doesn't have a name in the original. No, no, she's she's just that the girl by the river basically, mm. and King Louis. King Louis is not in the original book. Really, right. really. But isn't it in the Bill Pete treatment? It was just called King. Like it wasn't King Louis. Because I remember, because yeah. Louis Prima is the voice of yeah, of and King they Louis. they were actually trying to get Louis Armstrong. Yeah, so they were going for a Louis. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. could you, could you... we need a Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the most famous Louis Hollywood. <laughs> 
if it had been too much later, it, would have been, it could have been Louis Anderson. That would have been terrible. Oh. I would have really liked that version. Oh. FYI. Louis, Louis Anderson as, as King Louis? Hey. I, well, the, well I, I love the idea of Louis Armstrong, though. Could you imagine, you know, oh, ooh, it do. No, I want to be like you. I, they're banking on that. <laughs> what? Um, so... Disney was not happy with how it was turning out, Mm -hmm. like, at all. Uh, And he didn't like how dark it was going to be, and he told Pete, hey, you know, you need to make changes, and Gracie? She's fine. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we can't let the dog distract us from our, our duty. Okay. Uh, if, if she distracts us from this too long, I'm going to start pointing out the different sites, my favorite plants in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. <laughs> There's some over there. Because yeah. we're, so, we're still on the boat. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I know, we're still I know. on the boat. So, you can't uh, see it, but we're actually sitting on a Jungle Cruise boat. We're taking the world's <laughs> slowest Jungle Cruise ride. We're, we're only just, we are only just now rounding that first bend. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the Temple of Forbidden Eye yet. So Walt, Walt was like, hey, I want to make changes to this. And Pete's like, no. <laughs> Wait, he told Walt no? He refused. He was like, this is the guy who, remember, spoke. You, no one tells Walt no. No, That's but you remember? Because they were uh, trying to, uh, they were choosing between Sword in the Stone and Chanticleer. And Bill Pete had no problem saying, you can't make a chicken that great. <laughs> Oh, no. you, you can't make it huggable. Screw that. Let's do Sword in the Stone. So Sword in the Stone is... Yeah, they fought. Oh, they argue so much. He left the studio in 1964. Unlike So, like, you know how he argued with Ken Anderson and then uh, Cannon... But Ken Anderson and him actually did make up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Not <laughs> that Nope, he left. No recollection. Although, apparently, in, like, some recent interviews or, like, I don't know how recent, but Reese is... Well, like, obviously, yeah, okay. I but get he, he, he said wonderful things about Walt, so, mm. but then again, who you, knows? You don't well, in hindsight, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, like it's like... <laughs> well, there's also the whole, like, don't speak ill of the dead kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. But... Um... <laughs> that shadow is going to hover over this. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. This was the last movie that Walt was involved in before he so, passed. Mm-hmm. I, I, so. I will say this. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, so in uh, 1966, December 15th, mm. if I recall. December, yeah, 15th, December 15th, 1966, Walt passed away. We're recording this on December 14th. Oh. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, once you said that date, I went, it's December 14th. <laughs> oh my god. Holy criminy. Oh, I did not think about that. Okay, so he passed away. So this was the last animated film that his hands were in, basically. Uh, quick, quick trivia. What was the, what was the last, uh... Non-animated film Walt was involved in The Happy Millionaire The Happiest Millionaire? The The Happiest Millionaire Yep There's one other one though No Sherman Brothers confirmed It was The Happiest Millionaire Yeah I'm saying there's there's, There was another movie In production That That was also For me it was Blackbird's Ghost Blackbird's Ghost Was the other one That's a Yeah Yeah. That came out in 60 I want to say 68 That's a fun one Yes I, I 
I like that one. I've never heard of that one. It's um, who plays Blackbeard? It's, uh, really it's Peter. It's Peter Ustinov. Peter Ustinov. Okay. 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 Right. You know, okay. You, now yeah, you get the tone now, of now, the film. Now I see where you're going with it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's, like, uh, it's like a gym teacher is haunted by him. Yeah. Yes. It's, 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 it's like, <laughs> but then Blackbeard has we, to help the gym own, teacher. Yeah. It's, uh, it's get the team back on track. It's a track coach, not a coach. We actually own the movie. Yeah. It's one of my. It's literally legitimately one of my favorite obscure Disney movies. It was on TCM. A couple of months back and what i really enjoyed was that there's uh was she one of the other teachers it was the woman who who played um um the bride of frankenstein oh elsa lancia oh, elsa lancia oh, nice. and it's like she's when she's... i saw her in the movie i went oh my god they did it they got her like, yeah. that's so cool oh know. yeah for uh we were geeking out um when we were talking about mary poppins because she is in mary poppins oh my god yeah she plays uh, uh she's the first nanny yeah she's, she's the first oh nanny. yes, yes. Uh, yeah that's cool Ka- katie nana that's her name katie nana <laughs> yeah so she she plays uh miss stowcroft and um who's the who's who's one of the uh the women, the women that run. That's it. Isn't she like in love with Blackbeard? Is that yeah, part well, of the her, joke? Her whole yeah, well, the whole joke is like that. I'm her, so sold on this movie. Her and her, <laughs> like her and her, like all of her, like friends and cousins and whatever. These old ladies run the inn that used to be Blackbeard's hideout. So mm-hmm. it's like this old historic pirate inn, and it's going to be turned. It's going to be torn down and turned into a casino unless they can raise. Fifty thousand dollars, and that's the that's the the thing with the movie. So, in order to save the inn, Blackbeard's ghost comes back and haunts his track coach. <laughs> it is a great movie. Holy I will crap. not hear otherwise. We should watch this. We should all watch this together. <laughs> but we gotta wait. We, we gotta okay. talk about. I'm sorry, I could talk about uh, Blackbeard's ghost. Okay, questions. so Bill Pete was kicked off, and okay. uh, Larry Clemens was hired, and he was a the new new writer, and um, basically, Walt gave Clemens a copy of the book. And said, don't read it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, like, most of these meetings are like the opposite of that. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, Clemens took a look at it, of course, because it's you have to. Yeah. But yeah. he was able to give it that more happier feeling um, mm-hmm. that Walt went in. Uh, kind of, kind of like to explore a little bit into Bill Pete stuff a little bit more. Yeah, sure, go for it. I, I remember as a kid, I actually was a big fan of his kids' books. Oh, because uh, that's what he yeah. ended up doing. Like he did one of his biggest famous one is like a book called The Wing Ding Dilly. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually know about this. No, yeah, it's a it's a cool book where it's about like a dog who wants to be like the ultimate pet, I think, and like some <laughs> magical thing happened where all of a sudden he is all the animals. Oh, <laughs> and it's this really great kids book. But one of the things I found out about Bill P is that like he wrote and drew and illustrated this autobiography. That is that like children could read. Okay, and this is how I found out he was a Disney animator. Uh-huh. Was this book as a kid? I read this book a lot when I was a kid, and I was finding like this. Wait, this guy was involved with 101 Dalmatians. This guy uh-huh. was involved in all this. Uh-huh. But he, this was my first exposure to Mean Walt because oh. he didn't hold back in this autobiography. Book really, that children were reading. So he drew Walt angry at story peach at story <laughs> meetings, and I was so used to you know wonderful Walt the Disney Walt, but I yeah, was like you were used, you were used to well, Uncle Walt on TV, yeah, well, but adjusting then, pixie dust off his shoulders, one, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the funny stuff parts is uh, we discussed this on Sword of the Stone. Bill P actually based uh, Merlin's character off mm-hmm. of Walt. That makes and, so and, much, and yeah. basically Merlin, and it makes sense. Like yeah. he, Merlin is. He's whimsical, but he's cantankerous yeah. still. So it's like, yeah, he built, he's like, which is kind of like a ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you do 
you see how, how Merlin flips his lid when things don't go as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's coming so. from experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but that was, like, something that was really eye-opening to me. It's like, as a kid, like, I was, I'm seeing, like, someone draw Walt Disney angry and mad. And I'm like, wait, that's a thing he could be? <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so I, and I forgot it was this movie that he left. Because I haven't read this book in, like, 30 right. years. But, like, that's cool. That's now, cool I wanna, now, now I want to look this up. This is this could be yeah. Bill Pete's uh, Bill Pete's autobiography, illustrated autobiography. Illustrated, yeah. Wow. It talks about his whole history and how he started drawing, and yeah, like and what he did at the at Walt Disney. Yeah, nice. And, and again, it's such a crazy thing that he. This is like really early when he drew this book, and like he just let it out there. Like, yeah, what was mean? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like I said, you consistently you hear lots of different people say different things about Walt. And I think the main thing that I've been I've been able to take away from all of our sort of. From beginning to end, because now we're at this. This marks the end of what the Walt era. Right. From here on in, no more. Walt. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No more Walt in our Disney. So. <laughs> but but I mean I mean the 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 guy clearly had passion for what he did. Oh. But he was a, he was a I mean I can I, I think this is fair to say on the podcast he was a hard ass. He yeah. really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then also so with the um, so this movie came out October seventeenth, nineteen sixty seven. Hmm. And uh, the budget was $4 million. That tends to be the... Uh... It's been kind of climbing a little bit. Well, no, it's always been about $4 million. Yeah, it's like rough, uh, the rough, r- roughly around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um... Was this another smash hit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, this actually uh, grossed in domestic rentals $11.5 million Ooh. in 1968. That's a lot of money. In by, yeah. na- by 1970, they had grossed $13 million and became the second highest grossing animated film. And then they earned $23.8 million worldwide, becoming the most successful animated oh. film released during its initial run. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it... Ref- Okay, so you know how, like, some movies will come out and they do really well, but then there's mixed reviews? That's usually been kind of... Yeah. Not the case here. All the critics loved it. Everybody Mm -hmm. was, like, obsessed with it. Or, like, loved it. Like, people wouldn't shut up about it. But... (laughs) But here's another thing, though. It was definitely influenced by Walt Disney's death. It's sort of like, um... Mm. You know how, Mm. uh... You know how, like, um... This sounds awful. When Heath Ledger died, yeah. and then mm-hmm. The Dark Knight came out, and mm-hmm. everybody kind of raved about it. And it was good, but I think it became bigger. It, like, people kind of praised it more with with the influence of Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. no, I can, no, I, I, I can agree to that. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's it was kind of the same thing here. Like, it, okay. a lot of positive reviews. And yes, it, it, it like... I like this film. I do. So, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. I like this film. But yeah, we're we've you know what? Considering considering we've it, the the lead into this, it, we're we're about twenty minutes deep into the recording, <laughs> and we haven't even started talking about the actual movie yet. Mm. So yeah, that's but I mean that's my that's the story. <laughs> uh, so we can, let's get into it. I guess. All right. Well, well first of all, real, just real quick. Going ground tabling this uh, personal history with the film and Andrew, what are you? Uh, I mean, you? I know I watched it like a lot as a kid, and then I feel like this watching it for this show, I had not watched it in over ten years, and um, it's great. I don't know. It's like it's it was like ah yes, a, a welcome friend. Hello, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, um, there's so much about like the music and about like the the way the lines are, and it's just. It's a good movie. Like it's fun. It's good to go back to 
And uh, I always, I remember always liking it, but I liked like every Disney movie. We right. Mm-hmm. Talking before the show even started, you guys mentioned So Dear to My Heart. And I was like, oh yeah, I watched that a hundred times. <laughs> and you guys were like, uh, who remembers that? We, yeah. we, we admittedly skipped it just on the criteria of how much of it is actually animated. There's like one animated lamb in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So. And then uh, how much of an influence did it have? <laughs> well, clearly it influenced Andrew. Yeah. So like that's, that's fair. Uh-huh. We maybe we might have we could always go back and look at it retroactively. We could. We could. <laughs> but do we? We're, we're locked to do our crusade. I would like. <laughs> we're locked to. You know what? You know what? There. You know what? If we if we do if we do do that one, we'll we'll have you back on. Yes. That and we'll you could it. you could I'll be able to figure out why was I obsessed with this. I I'll to be honest, I've never seen it. Wow. I so. haven't either. Wow. <laughs> but I know the music, which is weird. I, I know Lavender Blue. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of those things that gets carried over to other things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Justin. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I It was one of the things where, because like, I think we were, my family was like, we were buying every re-released Disney movie in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, definitely Jungle Book was in that line. So, I, yeah, I just watched it a lot as a kid. And I think I watched this more than most. And I, I remember even bringing the VHS to, like, my cousin's house to watch it at their place. That's how much I was really into Jungle Book. Oh, nice. And it's weird. Like, watching it again, I, but I, it's funny. After I've seen it so many times, I haven't seen it in, like, 20 years. So, like, I was when I was watching it last night, all of a sudden it's, like, a weird, like, memory unlocking. And, like, right, that's what happened here. Or I remember, mm-hmm. I remember weird details on how characters, like, faces move and twitched mm-hmm. a little bit. Or how Baloo said this thing line, or mm-hmm. how Mowgli moved his head like this, and I was like, "Oh, I remembered this movie way more than I thought <laughs> yeah, I did." Yeah, I, I had the same effect you did too. Uh, I mean, I owned the film on VHS, and uh, I, it wasn't a film that I re. It's like I watched it as a kid quite, uh, enough times. But it wasn't something I watched as, like, a teenager. It wasn't one yeah. of those films I revisited. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Uh, mm. But there were things from there that kind of stuck. And, again, like like you said, it's like, oh, wow, I remember more than I realized. Uh, one of the things Dave and I already do, just uh, just for fun, and <laughs> uh, there will be times where we'll sit, be, be sitting or just chilling, and he'll be like, what do you want to do? And I'll be like, I don't know. What do you <laughs> yeah. want to do? All I do that, that so much. <laughs> To which David will respond back, or I will respond back. Oh, don't stop that! <laughs> um, this was one of those uh, VHSs I remember owning that I I might have worn the tape out. No, 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 wait. I think I let my I think I let my cousins borrow it for a while, and I don't know if I ever got it back. But which is fine because, Wait, like, I, uh, you're the you, you know the cousins. Oh, those cousins. Yeah, those cousins. Let's go get it back from them. Why I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they still have it. Um, it, but I had, I own it on VHS and, um, I, I think, yeah, it, it is, it has been years since I watched it, but I, I'm having the same, I had the same thing. There would be like, like specific songs, sound effects or song cues or inflections or just even bits of the background that I would like, I would have, I fixated on when I was a kid and I looked back at them now and I'm looking at them completely different. Like, I still remember how in the, like the opening like uh overture bit where it's just showing shots of the jungle yeah. and you see the different like um the different um oh my gosh multi-pane camera oh, shots gorgeous. Yeah. of like the can different we, trees and some of those okay. trees Are, associated can, can my we, brain is like with weird shapes into, to the, can we get into the movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all i want to say all i want to say is as having having watched it now it 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 still holds up it's probably 
almost more so than even some of the other ones we've watched. Oh, yeah. Degree. Like, this one holds up so well. I, it was This one was probably my absolute favorite as a kid, yeah. now that I think about it, in terms of the animated features from that era, and it, and I know why. So now we can actually yeah. talk. First of all, uh, it begins with, uh, sh- well, we have the storybook opening, and uh, yeah. but the credits are done over top overlay of the jungle. Just yeah, uh, lots big, of uh pictures of jungle. So gorgeous. Oh, oh yeah. my god. It's just it's the this is the jungle is this is the <laughs> focus of the movie. We're really getting the jungle landscape and it has the one of my favorite pieces of music. The overture of that movie oh, god. is yeah. so good. And uh And George Bruins is does the background. Yeah, music. yeah. Uh, we should. Uh, I mean, the credits are going, so we got. I think at least four of the nine old men's names well, are in here, and then one of them is directing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you see them. You see lots of key animators. Um, uh, Ken Anderson works on this, uh, which makes sense because this actually uh, uh, uses xenography, like uh, that. Um, you know, the repeat animation, uh, mm. that kind of rough artistic edge oh yeah oh i love that oh cool. yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> the look of it is so cool the way that you can it's almost like i don't know if it's meant to evoke this it's like it was just drawn like you yeah. just missed them drawing it yeah like you just missed their hand out of the sky <laughs> and it's like oh that's beautiful like you yeah. see the little grain and it's like this is real someone yeah. uh-huh. drew this uh-huh yeah <laughs> you you it's interesting because it's such a departure from what we had kind of in the the earlier films like yeah. from the 30s and 40s even mm-hmm. And um and that style really got kind of cemented with 101 Dalmatians and then just kind of carried forward, you know? With 101 Dalmatians, they really input it, uh, which actually right. worked to the film's benefit because it, it it took place during 1960s London and it feels like 1960s London right. because of this. This, again, it feels like you're... It's, it feels like it's actually drawn, which yeah. is nice. But it's interesting because it's like the style somehow complements how just ridiculously detailed and colorful the backgrounds oh, are. Oh, it's gorgeous. The backgrounds of any background of this movie, I would... The colors! I mean, I've yeah. said this before in other movies, like especially Lady and the Tramp, but this one, this is the one I want framed images of the <laughs> oh, background. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like the, the just, oh, the, the, the whole intro sequence of this is amazing and is so moody and sets you up for this... This jungle adventure, mm-hmm. uh, so nicely. Speaking of which, we are now entering an ancient Cambodian shrine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who built this? Uh, it was yeah. built by ancient Cambodian shriners. Oh. Pay attention, Andrew. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm still going really, really slow. I, I forgot. We were so engrossed, I didn't get to talk about the the Temple of the Forbidden Eye that we passed. <laughs> but if you look over on the left, in like five minutes, you'll see a Bengal tiger. Oh, so okay, I'll just keep over, look over here. Yeah, just keep by, looking over there. We'll just keep talking about that. Yeah, 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 by yeah, the yeah. way, the animators were flown to India, and oh. they actually mm-hmm. did uh, like draw, like witness like animals and drew them and drew the uh, pictures of the jungle. Hence, why right. it looks amazing. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that's like just a thing they still do. Yeah, you know? like that's like that is a thing. Every time I watch any making of Disney movie, I'm like, oh, cool. You just literally do. That every time. Like, right. <laughs> it's like, uh, it, it reminds me of when we were watching Saludos Amigos. Oh, And they yes. talked about flying all the animators to, uh, to you know, South America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you actually see them fly to South America. <laughs> you actually see them drawing in the plane and stuff. The, uh, oh, Pixar does this all the time. Actually, I once spoke to an animator for Pixar. Mm-hmm. And she said... Last movie I worked on was Cars. I was, oh, yeah. I was so mad because I didn't get to work on Finding Nemo, and they were sent to Australia uh. to film. I had to go to a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then as soon as I heard that Brave was coming about and they were going to fly their animators to Scotland, I jumped on that. (laughs) What a thing to be like, I had cars, you're going to send me. You owe me. You owe me. Look, I could go to Route 66 any time I want. No, they just, she just went to a parking lot. I didn't even so, get to, you didn't go to Historic Route 66 like, no. and be 500. No, no, no. no. Like, no. Just go downstairs real quick. <laughs> Draw cars, just sit there. I'll just go to John Lasseter's place. He, he likes classic cars. Oh, he loves cars. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's why, you could, if you want to know why the jungle looks amazing. So, the first thing we get in the movie is we get Bagheera no, narrating, No, hold right? on, hold on. I want to say this. Okay, sorry. This is the first film to actually showcase the characters and who plays them. Oh, yeah. they act, We actually get proper, like, yeah. voice yeah. credits, attributed voice credits, which is nice. Um, And, I mean, we'll, we could get into... Who we, voices when who, we get when we get to them? Because like, let's be honest, the voice is a pretty actor. stellar cast. Yeah, it's a yeah. very cool cast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was about to say we got Bagheera. Yeah. Who voices Bagheera? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bagheera's voice didn't. I mean, it was it, the actor who played him did a really good job. Sebastian Cabot. Th- okay. Sebastian I Cabot. I don't know where I know him from, but I know him from somewhere. Is it? Uh, wouldn't it be pronounced Cabot? It well, I, I don't. It could I like be Cabot. Cabot. I don't know. Mm. Cabot. Um, I, and by the way, like, strap in, everyone. This is going to be a long episode because we all love this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's funny. It's a short film, but we're going to talk. We're going to talk a lot talk, about we're it. We're going to talk your ear off. Yeah. So get oh ready. man, so, <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, okay. So, so this actor, uh, oh, you know why you would know him? He was the longest standing narrator for the Winnie the Pooh series. Oh, there it is. Okay. That- yeah, him narrating felt natural. When, I, when yeah. this movie started, I was like, Yeah, okay. Oh, yes, yes. And then I- now, I, I, now I can hear it. Like, yeah. thinking about Winnie the Pooh, yeah, I can totally hear Bagheera oh. narrating. And he's both the narrator and Sir Actor for Sword in the Stone. Oh, that was him in Sword in the Stone, too. Yeah, that was him. Oh, so the miracle hadn't worked. And England was still without a king. Yeah, that was. And it. then I found a man cub in the jungle. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, he did a bunch of other stuff which I don't really know about. Like he was in this sitcom called Family Affair when kids mm-hmm. met and yeah. checkmate. I'm like, I don't know what That's these fine. are. He's working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he had a career. Yeah. He had a career. So, so Bagheera. So we got Bagheera. Yeah. Bagheera finds Mowgli, and Mowgli's in a in a erect boat on the river, like he's a baby in a basket. Yeah. yeah. There's no sign of his parents. There's just this, this this wrecked boat lying kind of half sunk in the river, and he happens to be in the part that's not sunk in the river. <laughs> Makes you wonder how how he got there. Yeah, if only there were other films that would <laughs> delve deep into that. <laughs> oh, wait, there are. <laughs> Even Disney did it. Oh, God. Oh, Twice. no. Yeah. Thrice. I don't know. Many, <laughs> many, 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 many times. Gosh, we, I mean, we... That that's another subject for another time. Oh, yeah. Talk about those. After all, this is why we brought you on. We're, it, we're hoping. It feels honestly, it feels really good to have a movie where it's a character is essentially an orphan, but their whole goal isn't to find their parents or avenge their deaths. No, it's, oh, it yeah. feels so good. It's weirdly refreshing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, Actually, if anything, he he refuses the call to figure out who yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he grew up a wonderful. He, in his mind, he grew up a wonderful childhood. I mean, I mean, later on, you real. I mean, Bagheera takes him, gives him to these wolves, yeah. and the wolves take care of him. Well, I, somehow, don't eat him. <laughs> no, I, well, find, I find it funny because Bagheera's like, "Oh, there were some wolves that just recently had cubs." 
They wouldn't mind they taking... <laughs> well, I think he was almost like, they won't notice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just going to slip this right here. <laughs> All right. This is the first of the many questions I have, though. In the jungles of India, India mm-hmm. are there classically wolf packs? I don't or is this know. A, or is this a the, Rudyard so thing? The, the weird thing is that, according to whatever I read, uh, is that all the animals are accurate... Except for King Louis, <laughs> orangutans oh, are not in yeah. India. Yeah, no, they're they're like in they're like uh, in Borneo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. every other animal is something that you could find somewhere in India. So basically, mm-hmm. every uh, anything with Which King is why Louis, he... Cambodian <laughs> castle. No, it makes it makes sense. You could find Cam- I guess you could find Cambodian ruins in India, right? I mean, you know, it's Cambodian. You <laughs> know the lines. Let's change get of, of let's, the territories. Sometimes let's get back. We'll get we'll get back to that part. Yeah. Yeah. We speculate that part when we get to the ancient ruins. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, yeah. But Mowgli grew up like this. When he actually had a what good childhood, and the kid's probably like eight years old. And clearly been cast because his dir- the <laughs> it's yeah he's the director's son. I will. <laughs> that's that's uh, uh, B- Bill Ritherman. Uh, Bruce. I don't know. Uh, Wolfgang Ritherman is the director. Right, but it's what a name. Uh, love, yeah, I, I know. Love what, names. They have such good names. No, back no. I'm then. saying the, I'm, I'm talking about the kid's name. I know Wolfgang oh, oh, Ritherman's oh, oh, the director. Uh, Bruce. Bruce. It's right. Bruce Ritherman. Actually, Bruce here's the fun. Here's the fun. Unlike, part. unlike. Uh, well, first of all, unlike Wart. <laughs> His voice doesn't shift in puberty well, throughout the movie because he's played by different actors. Here's the funny part. The original child actor, uh, David Allen Bailey, had to be let go because his voice broke during, oh, their, no. during their three-year production. So it's like, wait, so for Soaring the Stone, this guy, who there's a kid clearly going for through puberty. Instead of, like, cutting his roles, just get the director's two other sons. <laughs> Nobody will notice that there's, like, three people doing the voice of I, I need to I need to reiterate, because this part always... This is my... This, I need to reiterate, since we're all here for this. Gee, I wish Merlin was here. Merlin! <laughs> <laughs> go, okay, but I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Bruce Reitherman actually does a real good job here. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, funny enough, he does the voice of Christopher Robin. Oh, right. Yes. In, uh, which is, which makes it even better because uh, later on you'll meet Ka and the voice of Ka yes. is Sterling Holloway <laughs> who does the voice of Winnie the Pooh. So it's really weird in the memory <laughs> yeah. Like, my brain's like, this, uh, that scene gets really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. You got, and then you got the narrator talking yeah. in the whole... <laughs> A lot of repeat so. actors. Um, so, so one, one, one interesting thing. So, so specifically, I think we can infer how old Mowgli is by the time he grows up because, um, Bagheera says 10 times the rains have had come and gone. So the, he's 10. He's 10 years old. And, um, I like that that's a... The Wolfstone would have put like a red diaper around him. Yeah, that's a a really, a really sturdy one. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a, there's a, well, I'll get into that later, but, uh, yeah, where did they get that? that is the one thing David and I were was it in like, was it in Mowgli's basket with him? It could have been. That's like a yeah. Superman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. That probably is the most logical answer. And to it be grew fair. with him as he aged. <laughs> um, there is no evidence to suggest that Mowgli's human. Perhaps he crash landed. <laughs> the ship that we saw was a spaceship. Oh. Hey, I've got a pitch for. Hold on. There you go. Wait the a minute. Jungle hologram. Wait a minute, Dizzy. You you ain't done yet with the live action reinterpretations. <laughs> Jungle space. Jungle, we'll work on it. Jungle star. We'll work on it. Jungle planet. We'll so, keep going. So for some reason, uh, well, not some reason. I, I was going to say, why are they 
going to take him back. Then I remembered. So your Shere Khan is coming back, and he wants to kill Mowgli. So they're like, we got to take him back to the Man Village. And he wants yeah. to kill Mowgli because he just hates all, all he, he all, Yeah, all, he just But he, can't, he, he wouldn't dare go after the, the people in the Man Village because they have guns and fire, mm-hmm. presumably. Right. This is a kid that has no self-defense. Therefore, he can, he can exact his sort of vendetta against humanity on this poor, helpless kid in the jungle. A, a kid who has no idea what... Is fire or gun? Right, no, exactly. Con for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know. Like, yeah, uh, we're, we were commenting, and this will come up a few times in the movie. This jungle just feels like a neighborhood, and everybody just kind of knows each other. Yeah, yeah. we're like, this so feels when they like hear cheers, Sometimes you gotta go to the jungle where everybody knows your name. Yeah, yeah, like, no. literally everybody. Everybody knows each other. Little people blue, uh, a glass of honey. The smallest jungle ever. Everybody knows each other. They all like grew up together, and it's like because they're just like, oh god, it's blue. Or wait, it's like, wait, wait. Okay, if now you can believe to... the Jungle Book. Remember the Jungle Book animated series? Oh my god, that was like the, a the young one. I was oh, young yes. called Jungle Cubs. I was when not, I looked yes. this up, I went. This couldn't have existed. What else? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's a thing, right? The Jungle Cubs? I'm like, yeah, right, I remember it right now. <laughs> they all knew each other as kids, and I guess in their teenage years, they all had a falling out with Shere Khan, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, I'm gonna be. No, no, no. I, I, no, I vividly remember this because I remember the whole uh, yeah. Ka befriending a mog- mongoose and. Oh. I think was, was that how they worked Ricky Tiki Tavi? Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. I totally there watched. It is. I totally yeah, watched there this. There it is. It's all <laughs> the floodgates keep going. Oh. Everything is in a jungle book. It's just all opening up again. <laughs> <laughs> the jungle. Yeah. What? Yeah. What did Shere Khan do? And we're like, woo. All right, man. We're never talking they, to you again. <laughs> uh, he probably. They probably saw him like eat a person. <laughs> yeah, that would that would mess you up. Yeah, it's the origin of his, of his fear of fire. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, he panicked one time. But so Bagheera is like, "Yep, let's take uh, Mowgli back to the Man Village." And Mowgli's like, "But I don't want to go." Well, too bad you're going. <laughs> so so w- one weird thing I want to I want to point out a. Uh, the first instance of reused animation from older films I noticed here because you see a bunch of the dog you know the stuff with the young wolves and the wolves jumping on him uh, 101 Dalmatians was clearly the model for the the wolf pups like why not oh yes why not reuse some of those shots I definitely remember them sitting up with their tails wagging and uh, that's when crowding around the TV in 101 Dalmatians and the the dogs jumping on Mowgli and licking him when he howls is, is from Sword in the Stone yeah but um the other point I want to make is, though, is, like, when Mowgli realized he's kind of leaving, and actually later in the movie, you, you think he would he would talk about missing his wolf family more. Hmm. He's yeah. kind of just, he's like, okay, well, I don't want to go to the man village, but I don't feel, like, this huge desire to go back to my wolf family. Even though, like, his his father, his adopted father, uh, Ra- Rama, Ra- Rama, Rama, mm-hmm. Clearly shows some kind of remorse to the fact that he has to give up his son. He's like, yeah, I kind of was. That was starting to hit me this time out, and went, you know how the people who adopted you, your entire livelihood, you remember are wolves. You're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I never, (laughs) I didn't really think about it as a kid, right? No, of course not. Yeah, same. I think, I think that I didn't have a problem with that because in the in the very recent CGI Jungle Book, Mm -hmm. boy, those wolves are like super in the movie, and I got tired of them. (laughs) So I was like, ah, oh, refreshing. Let's go back to the one where the wolves are in five minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, I can make the argument, because the movie is going. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. It has, it, 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 it's, it's, we, the, we can all agree the movie is paced really and it's, well, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's episodic. 
Yes. You don't generally have a character in more than one kind of scene. There's some that have two scenes, and then there's ones that carry the film, like Bagheera, right. Mowgli, yeah. and then Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so... Oh, I'm continuing the story. Okay. Oh, I, mean, well, I was, I was going to ask, you said you had. You looked like you had something to say. Uh, I was just going to say it is kind of weird, especially when a Baloo arrives, but, like, I want to... I'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, how are you... I know, Andrew, like, I, I'll be this person in the room. I actually really like the new movie. The new I haven't I actually seen, seen it, it so... No. I haven't seen well, it. Well, uh, so I don't... Okay, this, so we're evenly matched. So we're yeah. evenly matched. Two okay. haven't seen, one hates it. Well, <laughs> I really <laughs> loves it. I'm, I really loves it. I'm not gonna lie. He loves it. I loves it, but I, I, it's one of those things <laughs> where I really can... really loves it. What's in it? I loves it. I loves it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll also admit that, like, it, it, regardless of how you feel, like, that's one of those things when they decide to remake it, it mm. does make sense with, hey, you know the wolf family that he just sort of went, all right, bye. <laughs> like, that's something... And I know that bored you, but, like, that makes sense for a remake pur- purpose. Is like, let's explore that more and probably go back to the book more if there's anything that they never used in the book right. to explore that family. There's so it, much the, they missed in the book. <laughs> in the books, he has, he has a much stronger connection to the wolf pack. Yes. So, and there in, is, the, in, the, in the Mowgli stories. Well, but also the See, Mowgli stories. <laughs> but then, well, also the book also deals with, like, hierarchy and stuff like that. That's not really in this movie. Right, that's true. Mm. Also, like... I remember from I remember there was another animated jungle book that was a lot closer to the book and that one was dark because you actually there's a bit where where Mowgli like actually comes out at, learns how to use fire and uses it to like help the animals fight back against the people doesn't or at least in this version there was something like that. I have I have not read Jungle Book in no I'm not so saying long. it's the jungle I'm not saying it's a stick I'm saying this animated version I saw had yeah. a bit. Where Mowgli used fire yeah. to aid oh, the I, animals. I, I didn't see that. In I, I fighting know, against people or I something no like that. I have no idea what year it came out or what, but I, I can envision in my head what that looks like. And right. I know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, good. Right. Thank you. So, <laughs> I know it exists. You're not imagining things. Okay, good, good. good. So, I was worried for a second. Uh, <laughs> so it's nighttime. Bagheera and Mowgli decide to go climb up a tree because, yeah, honestly, that's pretty safe in terms of like not dealing with animals. Right. But they deal with an animal. <laughs> Ka shows up, and uh, Ka's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not. Gonna, I, so Dave and I have sang the praises of Sterling Holloway. Would, would you say? Would you say he's Ka awesome? Oh boy, God! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get something to drink. Right? Okay, <laughs> I'm excusing myself. <laughs> But uh, no, but I like his character a lot. I lo- it just shows Sterling Holloway's range because um, first of all, Sterling Holloway tends to play these kind of innocent like characters, but then you realize, oh wait, he can play villainous because he did the voice of the Cheshire uh, the Cheshire Cat, and I'm like, dude, he's so cool in that. He yeah. actually there there's he could be creepy, and then <laughs> and this is like, wow, he can be villainous. Sterling Holloway. I think, I think that's interesting because there, I could see a like a parallel between Ka and the and a Cheshire Cat. Yes. They're very much like it's not that they're villains per se, but they're certainly working on their own agenda, and they're a little hypnotic. <laughs> both a little like uh, luring you in and then leaving you high and dry. Right. Yeah, that, that's the uh, Ka's powers. I don't. Where did that come about? Where did that? Well, I... the the whole idea, like, well, you, you, there's the whole kind of snake charmer angle to it, mm. but instead, it's like a reverse snake charm because it's a snake charming you, right, and not the other way around. Well, I love the way that they animate Ka is so amazing because oh, yeah. the, the the lines on the belly of the snake. It's not that they're purposefully moving in a in a pattern, but they're. The way that Ka moves, it almost is like they're moving in a pattern. And then the eyes. Like, yeah. It's like the whole entire snake performance is like kind of drawing you in and making you a little confused. Well, in, 
in the book, I mean, it, they call it the Hunger Dance. Um, <laughs> the it, Hunger it, Dance. It, that does exist in the book. I, I, the reason why I ask is where does it come from? Because it's like, is this like a legend before this? I don't know. But uh, Mowgli is actually immune to it in the book. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, so, but for this, I guess... Uh, they had to weaken him for the movie. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wasn't much of a villain in the book, though. He actually helps Mowgli at one point. Yeah. Right. Mowgli at one point. <laughs> Remember, I said, I was reading... It's, it's like one of the one of the um, the stories is like has Ka's name in it, right? It's like Ka... And it's like he actually helps fight off the monkeys. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Bandar Log monkeys or whatever they're called. But um, yeah. <laughs> Walt Disney actually felt that the audience would not accept snakes as anything but villains. So that's what oh, caused... Walt. 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 <laughs> little Walt. judgy. You helped, you helped contribute to the bad reputation of snakes. Snakes can be heroes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't... Again, I... But he's... Ka's not really a villain so much as he's... He's... He's, he's doing what a snake is... He's a... He's an obstacle. Yeah. 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 And he is motivated purely by the need... The want to eat stuff. Yeah. Because he's yeah. a snake. He wants to... Eat that kid whole and digest him over time. <laughs> Although, I, that's, oh, that's a visual. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so so we long ago we passed that Bengal tiger, but oh, we haven't gotten wow. to the snake yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't unfortunately talk about the snake. I can talk about uh, I can't talk about Ganesh over there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But so, so. We're, we're, we'll be entering the uh, sacred Indian elephant bathing pool in about uh, 15 minutes. So. I, I did. I'm literally every like five minutes just pushing the throttle of this boat forward a little more. It's a good thing Disneyland's closed right now. We're being yelled at right now. I did uh, enjoy that whole scene where Mowgli pushes the whole. It's like Anaconda kind of just spins like ah. The, the comedy, oh. the comedy in this part is great. This is where the slapstick really starts. Yeah, happening. I think. What what even makes that more funny is it's not it's like what Mowgli is doing and what ha- what is happening with Bagheera are so separate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mowgli's just like get out of here. He doesn't even realize that Bagheera's in trouble or danger. He's just no. like get out of here. Just pushes him right off. And again, I, I, you really have to hand it to Sterling Holloway. Just his little reaction does. He's like his. <laughs> like he's, he's closing in on Bagheera, and then there's the sound of him being whipped around all the place. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> See, like, knowing, let's just say, hear me out, let's just say that okay. the Jungle Cubs is in continuity. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's sure. just say it is. And so the idea, because there's been, this has been a business in the movie where, like, Bagheera's like, no, Ka, don't do it. Don't do it, Ka, while he's, while Ka's trying to hypnotize him. Yeah. And my brain's like, you've been hypnotized by him before, haven't you? <laughs> like, this is like a, this is like crap he did to you when you were kids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you, you, like, again, they all know each other. Yeah, Bagheera, right. Bagheera he, looks he up at one point, right. hold him, car. Yeah. So this is that. That's what I feel like. It's like, this is, this is like your neighborhood buddy that you grew up with and it's like, no, 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 please don't. Okay, d- stop tickling me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, you know, you know, the more I think about it, there is a justification for, for Jungle Cubs. Right. Being yeah. a legitimate prequel series. Yeah, because they actually seem to all know each other. Uh, I'm kind of down for this. hearing this story, though. I want to know the, the story of how they all had a falling out with yeah, Shere, Shere Khan. Khan. Jungle teams. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> jungle Book point five. Uh, <laughs> jungle Book one and a half or whatever. Oh, God. Jungle Book colon before man. Like, yeah, <laughs> see, I, I feel like there had to be like their equivalent of a Stand By Me movie. That's oh. what needs to happen. <laughs> Stand Stand by like... book. 
But Shere Khan's the one who comes to them and says, "Hey, you want to see? You want to see uh, what man's fire is like?" There it is. There it is. <laughs> you can't show us man's fire. Where's no, man's fire? Well, he was he was he was down to do it just because he's like, oh, probably not actually there. Maybe a chance to hang out with my friends before we all go to the break. And Louis, King Louis, was really into it. He was like, "Yeah, I really want to see man's fire." And he convinced the other ones to go with go with Shere Khan, and then they get there, and they had, and then Shere Khan freaked out and ate a dude, and they're like, "We can't be friends anymore." I love that. He freaked out and ate a dude. I was a dude. That's the end of a lot of stories in the jungle. He freaked out and ate a dude. Along the way, they met Ricky Tikki Tavi. Yeah, yeah. Tie the whole thing together. There it is. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, sorry. They sleep, and then they're woken by up two, three, four. Keep it up. Two, three, four. <laughs> so this is uh, Colonel Hothi and the the Dawn Patrol. Uh, you got, I, Colonel Hothi is voiced by Pat J you know, Pat O'Malley, which uh, Dave and I have been geeking out over because he does so many voices. Like, he, he, well, he was um, he was Dick Van Dyke's voice coach during um, yes, Mary Poppins. That I'm, guy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> But he's done a lot of he's done he's a lot the of the voice of Jasper in 101 Dalmatians. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh gosh. I let me get I'm trying to find his And he's he's one of the vultures too. He he's is at least one, one of the vultures. Oh yeah, he's totally one of the vultures. Um uh he god, let me get let me get his <laughs> His bio. Um, uh, I, uh, the one that always sticks out to me, and this might be relevant since we are, you know, still at Disneyland. <laughs> but hey, hey, the time is good. We're in the Indian Elephant Bathing Pool now. Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, you oh, can oh, take lots of pictures. Uh, they he, all have the trunks he, on. He's, he's the walrus and the carpenter, uh, and Tweedledee and Tweedledum in Alice in Wonderland. And mm-hmm. uh, well, it makes sense. That I, I can definitely hear the walrus in Colonel Hoffy. So, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the. This, but here's another funny part, by the way. Uh, actually, oh, this oh. makes this day, day a little bit sadder. Uh, oh, oh, So, so <laughs> the voice go. of his wife is Verna Pelton, mm-hmm. who you guys may know as um, David. Help me out here. Um, well, she was initially, like, I, she voiced another elephant in Dumbo. Yeah, actually, here's the funny. <laughs> God. So this is her last role. This oh. is her last role ever. And mm. sadly enough, she died. One day before Walt did. Oh. So technically, de- December 14th, oh. 1960. Okay, so while we're here, uh, rest in peace, Verna Felton. And um, here's the funny part. So her first role for Disney was the elephant matriarch in Dumbo. <laughs> and then her last role is a d- is an elephant, elephant matriarch. matriarch. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really liked her to elephant character, though. Right? She's really great. She's great. Uh, you would remember her as a... Uh, hold on, let me get... It's funny, because we, we've talked about her a lot, and yet right now, off the top it, of my it's head... It's not I'm... coming to my head right now, and I'm while, so sorry. I, I, while, while the you're fairy looking... godmother is Cinderella in oh, Cinderella. That's right. Queen, oh. Queen of Hearts in Alice, yes, in, yes, Alice yes. in Wonderland. Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Flora from Sleeping Beauty. Oh. Yeah, she's... She's voiced a lot of... That's amazing. Yeah, okay. she, she's she's quite the Disney... Uh, I was going to say the one other role for J. Pat O'Malley... Yeah, what? ...that I will always remember because it's not in the ride anymore, is he was the, the pirate dunking the mayor in the well in Pirates oh. of the Caribbean. Oh. You know, pipe that lover aloft, matey. <laughs> Speak up, you bilge rat. You know, before they put in, where be Captain Jack Sparrow? 
Did you hear my reaction when I read it? Like, oh, oh, I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. Well, I saw your reaction for sure, which is good. Uh, so, Colonel Hothi and the Dawn, the Dawn Patrol, we get our first real song in the movie. But, uh, by the way, uh, we bring back the Sherman Brothers. Mm-hmm. The Sherman Brothers wrote all the songs except for one, which I want to take a guess at which one that is. Uh, oh. I remember seeing it in the credits. And I remember going, "Oh, that's really interesting." Uh, what was it? It was. Um... Uh, uh, I want to be like you? No. No. I can't remember that. Um, I don't... It's Bare Necessities. Right. Oh. They uh, didn't write Bare Necessities? No. Here's no. Here's the weird part. Um, the music for Bare Necessities was written by, and I need to get his name correct because <laughs> it is weirdly spelled. Uh, it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Terry... Gilkison? 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 Something like that. (laughs) Gilkison. So, actually, he was brought on to do the original music back when it was going to be darker. Mm. And um, a lot of the songs that he provided were a lot more darker. But, of course, Walt's like, no, no darkness. But they did keep one song, and that's the Bare Necessities, which weirdly is not a dark song. No, that's like that's probably the one light song. Yeah, the light, probably one of the lighter songs in this movie. Which is even funnier because that's the song that got nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, Sherman Brothers did did this song or mm. do all the other songs. So. Right. So they did they did the marching song, which is great. Right. Now I I have another I have another. Uh, uh, I guess etymological question. Uh huh. Um, these are supposed to be Indian elephants. Do Indian elephants have tusks? Do Indian? <laughs> they do. Oh, oh thank goodness. Okay. Oh, okay. So that part is accurate. Okay, yeah. good. Because I was wondering. Again, again, doesn't surprise me. They actually went to India and. Yeah, okay, I, you know what, here we, okay, sorry, I should have just looked to my right, because there's the elephant, there's the, there's <laughs> oh, a, there's the there elephant that's about to come out of the water, this time it actually will spray us, because I'm going so slow. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I brought, here, here, everybody take an umbrella. Thank you. Now I'll be fine, right. yeah. Um, so, I'm a big fan of the elephant with that one little piece of, like, leaf yes. on his tusk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, one that looks like he, the one that looks like he's chewing cud the entire time. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Appara- Always love that elephant. <laughs> Apparently all these elephants are in the army, and they're... Yeah, or yeah, they're an army, military, whatever. <laughs> Why that silly grin on your face, soldier? This is the army. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mowgli's like, uh, there's a little kid who uh, is at the. I get it's a Hathi's son. It's Hathi's yeah. son, and he's it's, adorable. He's yes. just at the back, and uh, Mowgli comes up and he's like, "Hey, can I join?" In? And he's like, "Yeah, sure, just follow me." <laughs> and Mo- it, it, Mowgli does have a lot of trouble following the orders because he doesn't know his marching orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they turn around and he's he's walking backwards. I yeah. was, that was really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's that is a cute moment. He's doing his best. You know, I, I'm really thinking that Mowgli spent a lot of his time in only one corner of the jungle. Because mm. while everybody else knows each other, he's been pretty much with the wolf pack the whole time. Yeah. So he's never been to this part of the jungle. Therefore, he's never met the, the elephants before. Right. Yeah, I've always been impressed with Mowgli's ability to kind of like walk like an elephant. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's true. I was like, how do you? I remember, as, I actually legitimately remember as a kid trying to do that <laughs> and realizing I'm incapable of doing such a thing. I feel like I feel like this would be a great place to put uh, Henry Mancini's Baby Elephant Walk. Oh, oh like, sure. <laughs> What I what I also really enjoy about this scene is when Colonel Hathi gets to 
to Mowgli. He's not like, hey, there's a man cub. What's going on? He's like, all right, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just is, like, no, no. going down the line. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part is, hey, like, hey, what happened to your nose? It isn't until Mowgli talks. He's like, oh, it's a man cub. I'm like, really? <laughs> he's so, so narrow-minded. <laughs> so- <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> um, I love the bit where he's talking about how he apparently received the Victoria Cross in, in 88 yeah. while he was part of the Maharaja's Pachyderm Brigade. And I just love how his wife's like, here. Here it comes. <laughs> so what I'm wondering is if he's an escaped uh, like war elephant. Like he was. So it was one of the. There is one of the Jungle Book stories that is about the animals uh, preparing to help in a war. Uh-huh. And they're kind of talking like they're like we we serve the our, our human masters and they serve the queen so we serve the queen. Like, <laughs> like, I guess that's how they put God. it in this movie. Where, like uh, here's the army elephants. Okay, I mean yeah, it works. That's kind of great. They get a fun scene out of it. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that happens. <laughs> so so the, the elephant scene happens and it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, and that's I think that it gives uh, Bagheera and, and Mowgli take off, but then they have a spat where Mowgli's like I'm not going to the man village and Bagheera's like yes you are you're going to the man village it's kind of a ba- that's kind of the consistent yeah. back and forth thing I don't want to go you have to go I yeah. don't want to go you have to go well I'm gonna be over here fine <laughs> yeah in fact Bagheera give, like seems to give up on Mowgli like every 30 seconds yeah. and he's like, then he, turn, he turns around like oh no I shouldn't have left him alone I'm like Bagheera <laughs> You were the worst caretaker ever. <laughs> like, he literally is, you're on your own, alone. And he, he, he leaves. Well, fine then. Well, then, then <laughs> I think that's kind of the thing with Bagheera. He isn't a caretaker. That's why he leaves Mowgli off with the, the wolves. You know, yeah, the wolves. right. Because he's like, I can't raise this boy. But then he's like, well, now i got to watch over this boy. <laughs> he's, been, he's been keeping an... Here's the thing. He doesn't want to admit it, but he's been really... He's been keeping an eye on Mowgli. And he cares about Mowgli more than, like... Well, yeah. and when, right. he, when he says he's going to take Mowgli to the, the village and the, the wolves say, oh, well, he won't go with you. He says, well, we go on walks in the in the jungle all the time. I'll just tell him it's a regular walk until yeah. we get closer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun that they, to imagine yeah. he's like taking right. Mowgli on a little walk. You know, this is really cool. Uh, this gets reflect. Keep that in mind, because mm-hmm. later in the movie, there's a really interesting, that like makes me think about an interesting conversation he and Baloo have later on. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. Isn't this the part where Baloo comes in? Yeah, we're getting close to that, because so, like, Mowgli, Mowgli ditches, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's sitting as a rock, and then out of the jungle comes Baloo, and mm-hmm. Baloo's just minding his own business, being a, a beatnik bear. <laughs> By the way. Although he's not, I don't, I, he's like a, he's like a middle tier beatnik. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't even match the beatnik levels of certain animals we meet right. later, but, um, which is weird. Because it's like, it's like um, you know, there's 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 the definitely six, a like a counterculture thing even the in the 60s, jungle. Man, <laughs> but uh, Bill uh, Blue is voiced by Phil Harris, who yeah, a great actor. And I, I remember reading that when when people heard that he was going to be the voice of a bear in this movie, they thought, really, <laughs> this guy, really? <laughs> and uh, and then there are even stories that I, mean, I think a lot of actors like to claim this, but mm. he, he liked to claim that like, oh, the the lines weren't natural, so I just made a lot up. Actually, that's what a lot of I reading doing my research. A lot of people said that, like he just yeah. kind of did his own thing, and it made the character more bubbly and more yeah. fun. Which I think is what you guys were saying at the, be- the beginning of this episode. It's like this movie; they really like the characters matter. Yes, like, yeah. the actors reflected the character. Like it was just like very like connected. Mm-hmm. There, there was a there was well there wasn't even an anime uh, like some of the animators even said they deliberately 
like animated the characters, drew the characters kind of look like their voice actors. This yeah. is they especially did. true. Of, oh yeah, they totally did. Yeah, I mean this is especially true of Phil Harris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and mean, uh, and King Louis later. Actually, so. Bruce Ritherman actually he was a model for Mowgli. Right, right. I wonder if Bruce Ritherman. There's a thing Mowgli does at the end of the movie where he like kind of twitches his mouth a little bit and his nose like curls to one yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's curious. And I wonder mm-hmm. if that was the thing that Bruce Ritherman did. Anyway, <clears throat> I mean it's interesting because I know you you guys are quite a ways from Aladdin. But right. like, <laughs> quite a ways. Yeah. But the but hearing that about about Phil Harris and knowing what what Robin did with the genie, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Another another hugely famous comedic actor in which they basically was like, okay, just catch up, draw and catch up. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. And you know, like the genie does look oh, kind of like, like Robin, Robin Williams. No, yeah. for sure, he does. Sir, definitely does. So, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, well, it was the same. Well, Yago was intentionally drawn to look like um, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. And same with like in, when we get to Lion King. Same thing with. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, who who was the actor who did the voice of? Which Simba? Uh, no, he Simone did the voice Simba? of Zazu. Oh, 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 uh, 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 Rowan Atkinson. They actually, yeah, they intentionally made, made, uh, Zazu look like Rowan Atkinson. That makes sense, and I can see it. By by the way, the voice actor for the new Lion King is, uh, John Oliver, and... Oh, as Zazu? Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. You know, that's not, that's not a bad character. Yeah. It's the most, like... Who's the most obvious we can get yeah. right now? Yeah, that That's not bad. Rowan Atkinson. Even I'm sure he'll do it if you ask him to. Oh, man. I, I'll, I'll be curious if they... Uh, I, I think I'm, it, we're, we're, I'm sorry. We're going way off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, we can't actually go off course because we are on a rail. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will mention right now the boat is on a rail. Oh, um, okay. Now, you can kind of see we're starting to get toward the gorilla encampment. <laughs> But, uh, so we should look out in about twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> twenty minutes. But you did see the explosion of water up ahead, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, well, this but hey, there's something dangerous. Let's get closer. <laughs> so Blue and Mowgli interact, and they do have chemistry. They yeah. actually, in terms of a friendship, like the way they they do play off each other very well. They click right off the bat, which is interesting. Like there's the whole bit where Mowgli is down in the dumps and Baloo is kind of trying to cheer him up without even really knowing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just kind of start doing the thing like I now you which give me a big bear growl, scare me and Mowgli this little <laughs> <laughs> This this whole first uh Baloo Mowgli sequence is probably the moment where I was watching last night and I'm like, "Oh, now this is where I remember everything." Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remembered Everything uh-huh. like like the way like Baloo rub, like it scratches his back oh, like yeah. like everything with the with the banana sequences and yeah. like throwing and squeezing bye, bye, bananas bye. out of the peels like yeah the whole thing I'm like yep yeah, nope nope there's my childhood right there by the way that back scratching sequence went a bit too long <laughs> it was a bit kind of <laughs> like there was a point where like yeah I feel you my back aches all the time I like when I get a massage. Okay, you're getting too much pleasure out of this dude. Uh, he's a child? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I do like the way Bagheera initially reacts to Baloo when he comes back. He's like, oh, it's that jungle bum. Yeah. <laughs> that beatnik. He really, yeah, that, that's really yeah. his character is a beatnik. And... Baloo vapes, right? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I, I would ask you, please don't. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> I already had to suffer through the CGI balloon, <laughs> who in that version tricked Mowgli. They weren't friends. He was tricking him like a mean trickster. Ugh. Weird. 
Yeah. It's yeah. much better this way where they're yeah. friends I, and nice to each other. I, yeah, I like yeah. this. They sing a great song together. It's a, catchy, it's a darn catchy song. And then we, we learn that Blue is a very buoyant bear because he could just float down river yeah. on his back. And, I, I don't think Mowgli most bears... Could, Mowgli could totally sit on his belly and he like... Yeah. I don't think I don't think bears are normally that buoyant. I'm no, just, Baloo is. Baloo, yeah, because Baloo is full of hot air. <laughs> so, by the way, we... Uh, um, Bear Necessities, of course, nominated for Best Song. Here's a funny thing. Oh. Gregory Peck loved this movie. <laughs> and at the time, he was the um, president of, Acab- Acab- of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Okay. Mm-hmm. He fought, like, he tried so hard to get this film nominated for Best Picture. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. He lobbied like crazy, but, I mean, he was unsuccessful, of course, because that didn't happen, but... Dang! Like it, it, it's funny. Like Gregory Peck out of all everybody. Like so, he was like wait, he was the one of the of like he was the head. He was the president. He was the president. The president of the yeah. And they could. <laughs> Why are they afraid? Okay, I'm sorry. Is that... <laughs> That's a whole other debate for a whole other thing. Well, but because <laughs> uh, I've said the funny part is uh, Dave and I um, talked about this. The first Disney movie, Disney movie that got nominated for Best Picture is Mary Poppins. And mm. then, but then the first animated feature to actually get nominated for Best Picture is Beauty and the Beast. That's, it's like yeah. kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Considering. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, we'll go Gregory Peck. Yeah. Did, thanks, did, Atticus. Did, uh, <laughs> did Bear Necessities win the Oscar? Was it no, just it lost. It lost. It, believe it or not, it lost to a song from Dr. Doolittle. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That checks out. No, 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 no. David and I... Uh, <laughs> So, so you know how- so- This is the Shrek versus Monsters Inc. of its yeah. time. I'll tell you what. at that point. Mm. My Jeez. fair lady won over Dr. Strange. <laughs> no! The power of Rex Harrison. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, well although, uh, although I love the fact that Julie Andrews won for Best Actress for Mary Poppins mm. and because uh, she was waiting to get cast for My Fair Lady and he, uh, the director turned her down. He's, she's like, yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> <That's what> you <laughs> get. Um, I won. <laughs> now, um, there are no gorillas in this movie because it's obviously it's India, but there's some gorillas over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we finally there made it. Go. There's the uh, the uh, the so, gorilla the gorilla camp. <laughs> so Blue and Mowgli are being chill. If there was marijuana, and Bagheera, Bagheera took off. <laughs> Hey, we don't know what's in those prickly pears that they ate. Nah, that's true. The jungle prickly, prickly pears. I always loved, like, Bagheera's reaction yeah. while they're singing the song. That first, like, there's, I forgot, it's like kind of weird, oh. Like, it's oh. painful to hear Mogul's, <laughs> yeah. like, B- Baloo's crap, you know? That's what comes off as like, oh, again, this is where them growing up as children <laughs> come into you, you play. You can totally tell they grew up together. It's like, oh, God, it's Baloo. It's like, oh, do you guys just, like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, even when when uh, when you know, come on, Baggy, get with the beat. That's like a, such a familiar name. Yeah, yeah. I love that he calls Baggy. 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 That's so funny. Well, now knowing about like Phil's like kind of like 
improvising, like that was his, wasn't it? Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> definitely. Can I call be. him Baggy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, and yeah, and once again, eventually Bagheera is just like, fine, if they want to do this, they can do this. I don't, I don't really, I don't really care. He totally cares. Yeah. <laughs> he totally does. Because, you know, the moment he hears, he hears Blue yelling later, he's like, he turns Bagheera's around. That's Bagheera's whole shtick. It's like, oh God, I'm dealing with this. I don't care. You know what, Bagheera, I'm done. Bagheera I'm is done. a low-key, uh, low-key Sindere. <laughs> it's not like I like you or anything, Baka. <laughs> Yeah, I think he, he likes he likes everyone to think that he's aloof, but no, no, he cares. He no. cares so much. Bagheera is a very caring sort. But um, so uh, <clears throat> Blue and Mowgli are going down the river, and then Monkey show up. Right. So these are the real beatniks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are the these are the big time beatniks. Um. So when they when they when they abduct Mowgli, they like you know scoop him up in the trees. There's a bit there's a bit here that I would rewind the tape over and over again to watch because it was legitimately the funniest thing in the world to me. It was the part where they're they're holding Mowgli. They're just like here he is, come and get him, and then they pull him out of the way as Baloo runs head first into a tree. <laughs> It still makes me laugh. There's a point out like Mowgli <laughs> gets like kidnapped by the monkeys within minutes of Bagheera leaving them. Yeah, <laughs> the, you know what's funny is it's like it's like really the the whole thing the whole Jungle Book only takes co- takes place over the course of like what two three days. Yeah, and it's a very eventful. Yeah, two, this three is days. we had we had the night before they left to go to the band village. Yeah, today we're now in the afternoon of the. Can I, I, pa- I, I can I pause so I can feed the dog? I fed the dog earlier. Oh, then why is she being so like? <laughs> she just like keeps licking. Dogs want to eat because she's she's Bratness Everdeen. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take the bowl away because she keeps like ching 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 ching. <laughs> Come here, dog. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, sorry, dog interruption. Dog dog eruption. No, the dog didn't erupt, but you know. Yeah. Um, we call them dog distractions. <laughs> look, this wouldn't be this wouldn't, wouldn't be an Emily recording. Right, I was gonna say this, this wouldn't be this wouldn't be a proper Benview podcast if a dog didn't interrupt things. A <laughs> Justin can account for that, I think, as well. Yeah. It's just like I'm so used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so he gets he gets taken by the monkeys and uh, and Bagheera and the, the other the other bit that always cracked me up as a kid was right was when Baloo falls down the cliff. And he's climbing up right as right as Bagheera runs up to the cliff, and he he yells in Bagheera's face, <laughs> and it echoes through Bagheera's head, yeah. and it's a, it's a really good bit. I, I really love it because like Baloo's all about confidence up to this point, but once he loses Mowgli, he's all like, "Oh my God, Bagheera!" <laughs> <laughs> Bagheera, I was goofing off, and everything was fine, and I'm just like, you know, not worried about anything because that's my whole mo. And then all these 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 these. I think the, I think these the monkeys, freaking monkeys showed up. They pick on him a lot. Like, they do. Uh, this must be a frequent thing for him. So them stealing Mowgli is is just like he's like, dang it, they got me again. <laughs> okay, now I, I want to know where I want to know where where King Louis had a falling out with the other Jungle Cubs. Yeah, yeah. it's not like they're like enemies or anything, but it's more like it's, there's more sort of like yeah. a, oh man, maybe they have their territories. <laughs> maybe Louis just got his click, and then he just kind of gradually oh. drifted. Now here's my question: He's King Louis. What is he king of? He, he's king of the ancient he's king ruins. Of the jungle. Yeah, but but then why don't they respect him as much? Because it's it's a self imposed title, and I think the only people who who follow it are like his his greasers, his monkey gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's king of that ruin, 
And he's king of the, the monkeys, but he's that's the, it. He's the one orangutan in India. Yes, yeah, so he's you know. the one orangutan in India. <laughs> so in, in the 1990-whatever, uh, 96 or whatever, live-action version, mm. they, I think, is that the one where they um, they explain that he's Louis after... Like the actual King Louis. There's something weird. There's a, it's, there's a, this is the what? one where you're talking okay. about the one where the animals don't talk, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? No, ex- <laughs> Here's the I thing. I have a deep memory and I'm trying to pull it Here's out. Here's the thing I'll tell you because I actually saw this one a lot too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, is that like the, he got the name um, King Louis because he was because Mowgli was learning about like the world right. and he learned about King Louis. So he's learned of a concept of a king. So literally, when they're at the ruins, Indiana Jones style ruins thing, <laughs> Mowgli goes like, "There he is! Go follow King Louis because he knows he's the king. He's, he's the big monkey. He's, with yeah. the, he wears a crown, I think, too. Yeah, he does wear a crown. It's a, it's a proper, one. Yeah. and it's a proper like, ro- it's a proper like, like, like." Divinely appointed king crown, like European yeah, yeah, crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he got it, I don't know. But those monkeys steal things and hoard them in the city anyway. So right. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they they like they jacked it from somewhere. Now, I uh, would think of anything from for for this version, the '67 animated version. It is an amalgamation of just the king character from the Bill Pete script yeah. and yeah. having a the Louis actor. Yeah, the Louis Prima. <laughs> yeah. So this is Louis this is Louis Prima. This is Louis Prima. And he's and he's just chilling out in a he's he's literally got this this ancient this ancient Cambodian <laughs> Yeah. It looks Cambodian. I'm sorry. No, it, it does. Because it does. Yeah, which is another odd, uh, kind of out of place thing in kind of out of place thing in India. That's why he's the king of it. Right. Right. <laughs> and for some reason this uh jungle... Well, I mean put the put the out of place ape. Yeah. In the out of place ruin, and you're fine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. For some reason, this whole jungle takes place in a beatnik city, so we gotta have another jazzy song play. I, I get it. Okay, no, it's fantastic. You know, say I, I say this, but I want to be like you is actually my favorite song in that movie. Me too. It mm-hmm. is so catchy. It's a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. And once. Sorry, sorry. No, but like, and uh, I mean, I'll get into this later. But like, Blue will join in, and it's Phil Harris and Louis Prima <laughs> scatting together. And by the way, they're just making this up. They're, the the scatting part is just them like off the cuff. I'm, that's that's amazing. That's all that makes it even better. And I, I think there's something really interesting story wise to have the kind of the the main thing that's going on is Mowgli is trying they're trying to hide Mowgli from Shere Khan. Yeah. Yes. Right. And we know that Shere Khan is afraid of fire and guns, but now Mowgli has been kidnapped by a character who wants the secret of fire. Yeah. Like right. it's just this kind of like Mowgli is like uh, uh something that people either fear or love and yeah. everyone's trying to like get a piece of him or get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. that, that makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. He's He's at the epicenter of all this, but he's clueless to how, like, yeah. kind of important well, he is to everybody in the jungle. Well, and it's true, because, like, Koth wants to eat him. Hathi <laughs> um, kind Hathi doesn't really care. Well, he does, he, he gets all, like, huffed up when he realizes he's a man-cub. And, That's true. Uh, uh, That's true. Uh, so, kind of doesn't like him, kind of is, like, again, semi-fear. Shere Khan totally fears him that he wants to kill him. Louie wants, <laughs> wants him to know the secret of fire. Actually... Baloo is the only character who just wants to hang out with him for him. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why Baloo is so like <laughs> iconic and interesting because he's just chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baloo Baloo is the only person who values Mowgli well, I mean, on the surface, values Mowgli for Mowgli. Yeah. Yes. 
Except maybe the wolf pack. Except maybe his parents. Yeah. I mean, we... His wolf parents. His wolf parents. (laughs) Even Bagheera still has a sort of bias against him. That's true. Mm. He does. So, yeah, Blue, again... Just likes him for him, and that's why he goes back to save him. He's like, I'll do anything to save him. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I love the fact he thinks, like, Bagheera and Blue go, and then Blue's just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the music takes over. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when he can't, he, he's, he's he susceptible can't, to it. He can't stop the beat. I love, God, everything about this scene is wonderful, though. The dancing monkeys and yeah. how Louie West is with the other monkeys and, like, Well, that, just... there's, like, a second-in-command monkey who who does a trumpet noise that Louie is, like, impressed by. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> he says that they are... <laughs> um... <laughs> We know the exact way it goes, too. That's how burned into our brains it is. Um, uh, th- I had a thing. Oh, yeah, and that's the other thing. Louis says, word has grabbed my royal ear. Like, if they were trying to keep a low profile, everybody knows that Louis- that Mowgli's like, no, I want to stay in the jungle. He said, I've heard that you want to stay in the jungle. I can do that for you, but you got to tell me the secret of fire. Because uh-huh. when, 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 then, if I know how to use fire, I can be more like you. It's just like... It's interesting that that's like that's what that's the separation point between men and apes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like anyway, because he's reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's okay. <laughs> fair, fair, so fair. But then Baloo comes in and they have their whole dance off. Baloo is in disguise. That's right. That's... Oh my gosh, that disguises. <laughs> Let's. Let's talk about his like his 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 ape cosplay for a second. First, it's impressive. That's real quick how you came up with that. Like it's like, hold on, if I take this coconut. Second, it's almost offensive. It's almost offensive. Almost, almost, but not quite. Yeah, I mean, the, the to talk more about the offensive angle. There, there was some. That I read that they did purposely not cast Louis Armstrong as the the monkey king mm-hmm. because that would have a certain look to it, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to. Oh! Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some yeah. might say that they made a smart choice there. Yeah. Okay, that... So, Okay, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly yeah. progressive for the time. <laughs> Whether or not that was actually why they did We've it, come but they certainly came out and said it within a few years after yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way since Peter Pan, you guys. Yeah. 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 And yet, Peter Peter Pan. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't all that... When you really think about it in the grand scheme, Peter Pan wasn't all that long ago. No, mm. before that, yeah. Yeah. It, it was in the 1950s. Yeah, so we're in the end. I, I, we're at the tail end of the sixties. I, I find mm. it funny that like we've reviewed um, "Song of the South," but we both agree that Peter Pan is the most racist <laughs> Disney film. I, yes, I, I, I haven't seen "Song of the South" since I was a child, but I will agree. Yeah, Peter Pan yeah. is that's, that's a lot more. <laughs> so so it's, hard. it's yeah, it yeah. does it does. So then. Uh, Baloo does lose his disguise and he gets too into it. And when they realize it's Baloo and Baloo's trying to... And by the way, Mowgli's okay switching allegiances pretty quickly. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'll do anything to stay... Like, he's kidnapped, but he's like, oh, but King Louie, yeah, I'd do anything to stay in the jungle. And then he's willing to hang out with him until Baloo shows up there. Oh, yeah, I was kidnapped. <laughs> but he does, he does tell Louie that he doesn't know the secret of man's fire. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. And Louie's like, well, you're lying to me, so I'll dance it out of you. I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. I like that he's 
like kind of upset, and but they're still he's still like dancing. <laughs> it's yeah. a really good song. Yeah. It's kind of hard to not be that bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so the the music is so intense. Blue g- g- gets caught up in it. Not yet, Blue. <laughs> And then, That's my favorite, like, Bagheera delivery in the whole movie. <laughs> what I love is, by the way, Blue gets caught, but the monkeys know exactly, it's Baloo! Get him! Like, how do you all know each but then, other? Okay. But then going back to that theory of, of Jungle Cubs. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe Louie is having to save face in front of his gang by that he's been all these years building up by going after Baloo now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all perfunctory. It's just them. Once again, it's just a passing of Mowgli to different people. Yeah. Which reuses some animation bits from uh, when did the, uh, from uh, Mr. Toad. <gasps> yeah. When they're running with the oh D. Oh my god, you're right. Whoa. Yeah. It's a little. I mean, it's different still. I don't. It's say- different. No, it's different. But they 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 base it off the same frames. Right. Yeah. Like there's even a bit like where where Winky had the axe and he's gonna chop down on someone and then they they dodge it instead of the deed being passed around though the deed to Toad Hall. It's Mowgli. <laughs> so um, okay, so like Robin Hood came out when? Uh, Robin Hood is. It's actually uh, we're doing that February. Okay, so that's coming up. That's after this. One. Yeah, it's the okay. movie after uh, the Aristocats. Okay, okay, which is next. Okay, I'm just checking on that. Yeah, no, like, that's fine. Because there, there is a specific. Shot. Hey, Kayla, what do you think of the backside of water? Oh, we're not at that part yet. We're on the front side. <laughs> we're on the front shot. We're just now leaving the front side of Schweitzer Falls, which um, is named after that famous uh, world thrill seeker humanitarian, Doctor Albert Falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah, no, there's a specific shot in the in the movie where it's uh, where it's Baloo's like eyes kind of go like kind of circular, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and that was that first because I know what you're, you know, it's it's cool to know that you're what you're talking about the recycled animation stuff, but yeah, that was my first. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's, but it was after I... But obviously, Robin Hood comes after this. But I remember, like, that weird case of, like, watching this movie and then watching Robin Hood a little bit later and going, wait a minute. I recognize that. Well, yeah. the funny part is Phil Harris will voice Little John. That's and it looks exactly like yeah, Baloo. It's just, yeah, it's just Baloo in a Little John costume. <laughs> it's like you cast Baloo to play Little John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, there's a there's a good bit where they, like, knock some columns around and I'm like, I don't know how, how violent... These like they. I don't know if they actually do want to kill each other, like Bluey or Blue or any of the people who are opposed. But there's this really really weird bit that I thought about how like how this could be interpreted as a, a broken friendship <laughs> when Louie's got the temple held up. Yeah, and 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 then Blue comes over and starts. Or was it Blue or Bagheera who comes no, over and starts Bl- tickling? Blue starts tickling Louie, so he'll <laughs> drop it. And then they run out. The monkeys run out with that crazy looking battering ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a crazy looking battering ram? <laughs> It's got this weird, like, tr- like tribal t- totem head on the front of it. I thought that was weird as a kid, And it's too. horrifying looking. <laughs> I, I thought that was I, weird. I'm sorry if I sound shrill, but it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and, and the way they're like, I can't, I can't, as they're running with it, I'm like. Never explain. It never never explain. explain. They just have it, and they hit Louie, and, and the thing falls, but it's just weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break for a second here. Let, let y'all take over. Oh, Louie loses his big old, he, the building collapses, but he's okay. He's yeah. just got a little bit of rubble on top of it. Although, somehow both Bagheera and Baloo get black eyes out of it. That actually, I find that interesting, because uh, after that, um, it's nighttime, Mowgli's still asleep. But yeah, both Bagheera and Baloo have black eyes. But during the whole conversation, that lasts all night, like, you actually see Daybreak, and it's gorgeous. Um, 
their black eyes slowly disappear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I will say one thing that I especially hated. I'm sorry, Justin. I know it's fine. About it's fine. the Whatever. CGI Jungle Book mm-hmm. um, was when they do the scene at the at the monkey jungle or the monkey temple. Um, there is just a part where Baloo, the monkeys are coming at Baloo, and Baloo is like, "I'm gonna beat the." out of these monkeys. And I was like, this is not the Baloo that I love. Uh, and so to, to now rewatch, I, I feel like I owe an apology to just that one scene because, yeah, Blue comes out of this with a black eye. He, he does some <laughs> punching motions. Uh, Blue's a scrapper. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, they did, and they still Blue's, kidnapped uh, Mowgli. So, you know. Blue's, yeah, Blue's pretty scrappy, but at the same time, the way it's worded, because there's that whole conversation between him and Bagheera. He's yeah. like, he can't survive in the jungle. He's like, I grew up in the jungle. I grew up just fine. So it's like, okay, the jungle is a tough place. But, I mean, Blue, it's kind of, that's something you kind of realize about Blue. He's learned to basically live in the jungle, but still keep his personality. And I think that's mm. basically the lot of them. They still keep their personalities, but they're still surviving in this crazy <laughs> location. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's kind of the, this is one of the cool things about the movie and, and the way how fast it goes is like this is a sequence where like Baloo's basically like saying like I can raise him yeah, yeah can... that, he actually and that's what I've come to realize this movie is more about Baloo and Mowgli's relationship mm-hmm. and how like and how it develops and like whether to... over the course of two days yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly but he was going to adopt him he's like yeah I want to adopt him and I'm like I mean considering it was like. Morning to afternoon when they escaped, there was yeah. they probably had a long time of just there was probably a lot of op- more op- more off screen bonding that we didn't necessarily need mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, with all three of them to mm-hmm. be real. Yeah, but, and it's uh, and it surprisingly works that when he starts saying those things like I like I love the kid I want to raise a kid I'm like I buy it yeah <laughs> I, yeah I, I totally buy it. buy it yeah and by this point he knows what Bagheera is trying to, to do he's like mm-hmm. I, we got to take him back to his home but he hasn't explained Shere Khan yet right he hasn't explained why they want to do it. Yeah. But um this is this brings up a point that I was going to make earlier. So earlier there's there's this whole trust thing between mm-hmm. Mowgli and Baloo. That's not there between Mowgli and Bagheera. Yeah. Now that that trust has been kind of breached. Mm-hmm. Um Bagheera was totally willing to break Mowgli's trust if it meant like saving his life, at least yeah. as far as he saw it. And he convinces Baloo to do the same thing because right. it was something he did. And I think that's it's kind of un, unsaid but it's just something that that comes really easily for Bagheera, but not for Baloo. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting. No, like, like he yeah. trusts you, so you needed to like tell him, you know, basically white lie to him if you're going to do it. Because I was, gonna, but without saying, because I would have done it. Yeah. So it's a very key difference in the way that they they both kind of care about Mowgli. But I just thought, I, as I was thinking about, like that's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like we have evidence that this is something Bagheera is totally willing to do, and he's going to try and get Baloo to do it as well. Yeah. Because he's already messed up on that that angle once, so well, especially because like Mowgli has created such a quick bond, and then Mo- and then with with Baloo, and Baloo is, st- is like that guarantee in Mowgli's eyes. I can stay here, yeah. I stay with him, and that's kind of what really makes all that stuff with Baloo really great. Yeah, see how s- broken up he is. Yeah, it didn't it didn't bother Bagheera, but it bothers Baloo, and if Baloo takes Bagheera's advice. Yeah, he does because he's like he because because. It's only when it's literally only when he mentions Shere Khan, and it says Shere Khan is gonna come back to the jungle and kill him. Mm-hmm. Why did we, why did Shere Khan leave the jungle? I I I kind of <laughs> had this idea that 
Shere Khan like goes. He can't. He won't just stay in one place and hunt. You know, uh, he will travel around and he kind of has a path that he uh, takes. Uh, so they don't. It's not like oh, he's going to be here on Tuesday. They're just like hey. We know he's coming around sometime in the next two weeks. <laughs> uh, maybe we need to clean up and hide hide some of our valuables like Mowgli. <laughs> there is there is one thing that does unfortunately kind of break the uh, the Jungle Cubs immersion that we've been working on. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a, and the the thing is when he says Shere Khan is coming back to Tiger, and Baloo kind of goes the tiger. Yeah, like he's only heard of Shere Khan by reputation. Right. So, Unless, but I mean, it could be tied back. He's just like, oh yeah, the tiger? <laughs> like he's saying it like, you know, well, like they... Are you talking so about often. the lion Shere Khan or the tiger Shere Khan? Yeah. We do, are you we do Shere Khan the bird? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do two guys named Shere Khan. But here's the thing, it could be, that could be it. Maybe the Shere Khan, that's probably why Shere Khan wasn't part of Jungle Cubs, because he's known just by reputation. Alone. Well, I mean, he was, but, he, but Shere Khan was part of Jungle Cubs. I do remember oh, reading. He was. He was. Yeah. I was, I was they they, they called Cubs. him. Con, they called him Connie sometimes. There's a really, there's a really funny <laughs> episode that I was. Well, I just read about it, so I don't know if it's actually funny. Okay, fair but enough. There was this episode <laughs> where um, they play their version of football. I don't know why this was always a weird cartoon thing where they always have to have a, a sport that they play that doesn't yeah. make any sense for where they're at. Um, and so the way that the teams are divided is it's. The main, all the main characters that we know and love, and then the other team is Shere Khan and some random. random. Yeah. So it was, even at that point, they were like, "Yeah, Shere Khan's our enemy, but we'll just—he's our friend, whatever." Like, he's like, "Yeah." I kind of like the idea that he was just like—he could have just been that other kid they knew in school, yeah, you know, like that kind much. of idea. Like he's like Shere Khan's back in the jungle. He's like, "Oh, the tiger!" Like they know they know him, yeah, yeah. but they don't like—they're not like friends with him. Yeah. They weren't he, close. He, he's the Cruella Deville of Anita's school. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so um, so blue blue is pretty broken up about it, but he's he's decided he's gonna he's got to do it to save his little buddy, and um, and of course Mowgli doesn't make it easy. I'll live here in this jungle all my life. I like being a bear. Oh, that's great, buddy. <laughs> so good. And then of course blue tries to tell tells him we have to, you have to go back and. Mowgli's all saddened and runs away. You're you're just like like old Bagheera. Now that's wait a minute, that's, that's gone too far. <laughs> Which I'm like, first off, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> How dare you! I am nothing like Bagheera. Don't say things you can't take back. <laughs> I mean, I would accept if you said I was like King Louie. I mean, that guy can swing. <laughs> I was actually but, surprised how, like, insulted Blue was. Yeah, that. yeah that was great. <laughs> how dare you? It's a, nice, it's a nice bit of, like, a brief moment of levity and otherwise a fairly dramatic scene yeah. where yeah. where a, a, a trust is broken. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> so, but then Mowgli comes back to call again. Right, yeah. after he uh, he ditches and has a little lonely scene for a bit. Yeah. And Baloo and Bagheera. I love the bit where he's like, I told you, I told him what you told me, and he just took off. Like, he just, I love when he turns to Bagheera, like, I told you, I did everything you told me to do. <laughs> but Bagheera failed to mention, yeah, well, when I did it, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, do you think he keeps running away from me? I really love the bit where Mowgli's wandering, there's a reprise of the overture, and then, oh. like, but there's that huge waterfall in the background, yeah. and he's just oh, all by the backside water. <laughs> oh, yeah. So while we were while we were doing this whole last, I mean, I sped the boat up a little bit. We passed the oh, African, cool. we passed the two African elephants, we passed the, the lions, we passed the, I'm sorry, 
sorry we were we were so distracted. I should have pointed out the uh, you know uh, let me let me roll through my jokes real quick. Uh, oh, uh, the rhino always gets his point across. Um, um, the the guy on the bottom of the of the pole that's a Hannes because the rhino <laughs> wants to poke a Hannes. Uh, oh, oh no! And the, uh, the dangerous hippopotami bathing pool. They're only dangerous if they wiggle their ears and blow. I'm not going to shoot the gun. It's too loud for this podcast. <laughs> I have to balance the levels of this anyway later. Uh, so now here we are, the eighth and a half wonder of the world. The backside of water. <laughs> I'm going to go back to our original snail's pace at this point, because all, all we have is the piranha pool and the, the snake <laughs> and Trader Sam so, before we get back to civilization. So back to our, back to our crawl. By the way, that water, back to our crawl. The waterfall is gorgeous in this. Yeah. yeah. Not as good as the backside of water, though. No, 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 no. no. But it's really great. <laughs> it is pretty great, yeah. Did, 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 was this a rotoscoped waterfall? Oh, I do actually think? don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I actually don't know that. Huh. Sorry, I, I could look it up. But, <laughs> but yeah, but Ka, he meets Ka again. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? Just, uh, is it, do you think his first appearance was really necessary? Mm. Oh. oh, Ka's first appearance? Yeah, and because it it, uh, it's this one that, I mean. Well, wait, 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 no, we, I'm sorry, we skipped a part. We skipped where Shere Khan gets introduced. Oh, that's why! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we leave Mowgli for a bit, and we go to Shere Khan, who's stalking Bambi's mother. That's right! <laughs> oh my god, and it looks just like Bambi's mother. <laughs> Question, so deers. <laughs> Are there deer in India? Yeah, that's I'm pretty that's, sure. That one I don't know about. Yeah. Is Bambi's Bambi's mom in particular? Yeah, is Bambi's mom in India right now? <laughs> she she died and went to India. <laughs> she was gonna. She <laughs> right. was reincarnated. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, I mean, reincarnation. Well, reincarnation is kind of a thing do in some think, cultures yeah. in India. Do you so. think any kids who saw that moment and were traumatized by Bambi no. felt like that was going to happen? You could have. You could have said, "No, no, don't worry. Bambi's mom just got scared and ran all the way to India." <laughs> but just yeah. like, do you think they were like, "Oh no, not again"? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they were all too. Because uh, Bambi came out in the '40s, so it's like 20 years later. Oh, that's so they're right. All, they're all. Uh, it could easily be. It could, this, it could easily, I guess it could easily be Feline, the yeah, other deer. That's true. Mm. The other, yeah, it could be. Yeah, uh, but he he's gonna pounce on this. But then uh, here comes Hathi in the the elephant patrol again. Oh, yeah. yeah, and um, this part is interesting because uh, Bagheera shows up and yells "Howls!" and actually gets in the halt and. Shere Khan listens in on the whole conversation. This is the first time we hear. Yeah, him I thought talk. this was, this was a very. I thought this was this was maybe the whole film's great. Love the whole film. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is the one part where I'd have a note of like, you guys really you took a shortcut here, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, how does our bad guy know where to find the thing he's looking for? Oh, right, he just overhears it. Bagheera <laughs> tells the whole tale to a character <laughs> we met before. Yeah. Bagheera's like, he's totally alone. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah. Blue. F- <laughs> oh, sorry, you're gonna have to bleep that. There you That's go. all right. I'm, I've started. I've started a. Uh, I've started a, a poopy time code. <laughs> um. Also, it's like like there's this whole sequence where it seems like the elephants are gonna play a bigger part because of the scene. It feels like the elephants are gonna play a bigger or, part in the or, finale. No. And they don't. So, I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of more like modern, my like modern movie like kind of sensibilities. I'm just like, but I'm used to like, okay, if you say they're going to show up and do this thing, then they'll come back at some point, right? But no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's like, what you got in your 2016 Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> I did and I liked it. <laughs> 
By the way, they established this whole thing with the elephants, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the elephants trundle off to be like, we're going to go see if we can find this man cub. And Verna Felton has a nice bit in here where she takes charge. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah. She's the, she, other than other than the, uh, we're, we're calling her Shanti, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just... The girl. The girl. In, in this other film, than the girl yeah. later, um, she's the only female character with a speaking part. Yeah, which, which is, I think... Is interesting. It's so in the 2016 Jungle Book. Yeah, they did. Uh, uh, Ka was played by Scarlett Johansson. Yes, uh, uh, a female recasting, right? Mm-hmm. I it had precedence in the BBC radio version of Jungle Book from you know a decade or so before like, that. Uh, it was Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt was really? called. Oh, wow. that's, really? yes. that's fantastic! Yes, I love this. That's like, a really good. That's amazing. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like the idea of recasting some of the characters as female animals instead of male, like in this film. It's, yeah. It's kind of a neat idea. I know Bagheera's been a female char- female oh. in some incarnations as well. Oh, okay. Of the Jungle Book. I can see. That's I can see. good. Yeah. I actually could yeah. see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I know in the Netflix uh, Mowgli movie, uh, it's Keith Blanchett as a cop. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Kate Blanchett. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I kind of want. I kind of want to see the Netflix version now. I want to see that their take on the Jungle Book. I'm a little intrigued by it because especially I know that that one's definitely going to be more Kipling. Yeah, for sure. There's no obviously it's not Disney, so there will be no King Louie in that one at all. Right. Um, it's a lot darker, uh, for what I can tell. But darker is uh, good by me. I mean, the, the I word can handle is, it. The word's not great on the movie, but. I'll give it a shot because it's on Netflix, and I'll, that's probably what they're. There's paying. definitely, there's, I mean, they're definitely like this. This one hardly has any human human characters in it whatsoever. So the almost the colonial, the British colonial aspect of it mm-hmm. is like almost is absent. The only reference we get to any sort of thing like that is that, um, it, or, or any type sort of time period is the Maharaja's packing during brigade, and also yeah. mentioning uh, guns that that Shere Khan is afraid of guns. Mm-hmm. So although, although there are quite a bit of British. Well, sure. Well, well, the, the Khan most Shere Khan is voiced by George Sanders. So. Yeah, that's we didn't mention oh, that. Yeah. So now we're up to him, George Sanders, who does a fantastic. Yes, very good, very good yeah. accent. And yeah, <laughs> uh, but that is a funny thing because in the cartoon Jungle Cubs, uh, this totally throws <laughs> off your, your prequel idea. I, I love Literally it. every we single have, we I, I have talked about Jungle Cubs. Yeah, tonight than, than I have ever done ever. <laughs> same, same, all, same. All same, the voice actors for same, Jungle same, Cubs same, same. are American, doing American accents. So <laughs> none of the British or transatlantic or whatever you want to call it accents <laughs> are in Jungle Book I didn't are s- present in Jungle Book. Unless I didn't say it, was a, it was a solid prequel. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Unless this is how Mowgli hears them. <laughs> oh. oh, my God! I need to sit down. <laughs> down. I'm already sitting, and I need to get up and sit down. <laughs> that was oh my goodness I always wondered how because I don't think I ever saw I mean if I did I don't remember anything about Jungle Book 2 but I always wondered how they how they <laughs> electric, rectified that Jungle Book 2 electric balloon yeah. <laughs> how did they rectify Ooh. that because I know that Mowgli meets like village the village children and they meet the animals so how do, does everyone hear the animals talk or is it just Mowgli like what is going on there? I guess it's just assumed that yeah, the animals can talk. <laughs> in Jungle Book 2, animals can talk. I like the idea more that, like, in this jungle, like, in the original Jungle Book, he understands the animals because he's a man cub. He grew yeah. up around it rather than the animals can talk. <laughs> yeah. All right, and and since we're since we've mentioned it a couple times before, the the 90s 
like action version, mm-hmm. the one that we we discussed. The animals don't talk, but but Mowgli understands them. Yeah, they kind of yeah. went for a Tarzan thing, which is yeah. kind of cool, honestly. Yeah. Like a, it's kind no. of a fun movie. It's not a smart movie, but it's... <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a '90s action movie. Yeah, but I yeah. like it. Because it is kind of got that '90s action movie feel yeah. to it. No, very, it, very Indiana Jones e. And if you like the Mummy, it's the same director, so it kind yeah, of makes it, sense you know how what? he got the Mummy gig. I can yeah. see that, especially when when they make Ka the big scary thing in the movie. Right, Ka's the snake in the Ka's a big snake in the ruins, and he's he's horrifying. He's right. like a big, he's a bad CGI character at one point, and also <laughs> yeah. a puppet at other points. And they, they play him very scary. Yeah, Ka's very scary. So shall we go to Ka's part now? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, so I do heard where Mowgli is. Right, and it is important to note that this is the last time we see the elephants. They yeah. stomp off, like, we're gonna go find Mowgli, and then we never see the elephants <laughs> right. again. Right. They don't come up in the movie ever again. Uh, so, Ka, I mean, Kayla, to your point, the Ka, was the earlier Ka scene needed? I, yeah. I like the fact that we meet Ka before, the, before this scene. I do, I do too. But the reason why I say this is because in this scene... There's a point where, like, that whole gag mm. occurs again, and it's, like, also, um, I don't know, it's just a, it's, there's a bit of a, re- <clears throat> repe- it's a bit repetitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I like the idea of him being there in the beginning, but I think it could have been handled a little bit better, like, we didn't have to show that gag yet again. No, I could see that. Well, I, I, I think there's a point, I think there's a point. I see what the point of for both versions making sense to me, where we establish him as kind of like a sillier character in the beginning, but now he's a threat, a real threat in the scene, especially because Bagheera's not there. But there's also a point to having him just show up right now. We never may, meet him, and so we don't know what his deal is, and he could be a threat, uh, and even kind of a bit scarier. So it's, I don't know, but I can see what you're saying too, and I kind of agree, like, yeah, we do the same thing, don't we? And he wa- he slithers away with a broken... Like body and the exact it's the same, same. It's the exact same guy. It's the exact, exact, exact same, same animation. Yeah. I mean, they might have also been. Um, I I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of it, especially of the time period. Whether or not they needed to worry about if the movie was actually long enough to play in theaters, mm-hmm. because maybe they were just stretching a little for time. Because we know it is yeah. seventy eight minutes. Yeah, and I don't know if if there were a lot of like. Um, Movie theaters wouldn't play if it wasn't a certain number of minutes or what. Oh, that's true. There. That's fair. Because, I mean, that could also play into why the opening credits are so lovingly drawn. Because they just, <laughs> yeah. a lot of times when a movie does that, it's like, oh, you're stretching. You're I, stretching a little. You know, I think that's a good theory on that. Because especially for a movie that's based off of a source material that doesn't have a strong central narrative. Mm-hmm. The fact that the movie is so episodic, and we all agree that it's very episodic. But oh, also, yeah. that's also the reason why, like, you, you can see them in the story room going... And then what? <laughs> How about this one? Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, so it's like, well, is this night is this 90 minutes or almost 90 minutes yet? It's 78. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, cuz with this, this is also the second scene, uh, the scene with Call also brings our next song, which is Trust in Me. Yeah. I came to realize something. Every single one of the songs in Jungle Book is memorable. Yes. Yeah. Which is like, ah, oh, Sherman Brothers, you bring me joy. He's <laughs> kind of messed up in, in so, Sword in the Stone, but you found your footing in Mary Poppins, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is them coming off of that and being like, we still got it. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, Trusting Me is good. And, there's, and, and like you were talking about with the, the animation of, the, of, of Ka mm-hmm. and the, how, how well he's animated. This, is, this, is, this, I say, this song is a great way to showcase it because 
it's it's Mowgli in a trance the entire time, and he gets to, he just he just toys with Mowgli the whole time. Does all yeah. these things where he's like got him sleepwalking on like a staircase version of yeah. his body and like walking in a circle, and he's and you run away like how is he so bent around things? It almost seems like he's suspended in the air, but you realize he's just on branches above and you can't see the branches on screen, and it's yeah. it's great. It's yeah. a I. And then, oh, so good. And then there's scene. a bit of a comedy bit with Shere Khan. <laughs> it's so crazy. Well, then the idea of the car is like, hold on, I'll be right back. Someone's knocking the door. <laughs> I also like how whenever Ka moves, when there's not a song going, there's that little like snake charmer flute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the funny part is, Shere Khan greets him and he's like, Shere Khan, what a pleasant surprise. I'm like, Again. Again. <laughs> Again. Jungle Cubs. <laughs> I get the impression that 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 Shere Khan and um, maybe if they all parted on weird terms, I'm mm-hmm. still going to go with that continuity now. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't as bad for Ka mm-hmm. and Shere Khan, but, but, but Ka's still a little bit nervous about him. Yeah. Because he's got that reputation now. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. He's that friend you find out like, he did what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. see him again you're like oh what's up <laughs> well the funny part is it's like also he doesn't want Shere Khan to know about Mo. he's like but it's my food yeah yeah I really like that gag a lot where he's like well I've got nothing here and nothing over here how about the middle how about what's the middle he's like oh excuse me <laughs> oh that oh, really oh, cracks me oh, up oh let me check real quick <laughs> Oh, I, I, the way the way he says it too, that when he comes down and, and, and Shere Khan starts grabbing, he's just like <laughs> nothing in the middle. It's like this is his body. He's actually like grabbing. Yeah, yeah. it's like ooh, oh, bad really touch. Oh. Uh, hey, speaking of bad touch, um, don't don't put your hands in the water. There's piranhas here. Oh. oh, we're in the piranha water. That that, that effect had happened a while ago, but we're going so slow that it already went back down in the water. And now it's just we're in the super calm version of the piranha scene. Up ahead, you can kind of see the snake in the tree. H i s s i n g. Won't be long now until we get to Trader Sam. I'll try and keep it going even slower. The world's slowest jungle cruise ride. So, uh, I, I like the fact that, like, again, does the whole gag, and then Mowgli's like, yeah, you, you said, I, I can trust you. I'm like, really? <laughs> this, is, this is literally the story of Mowgli realizing that you should never trust anybody. Yeah. Yeah. All just, it's his first time meeting anyone except his family. Yeah. Yeah. And outside of his family. Well, and then he's, he's probably coming to the realization that his family gave him to Bagheera, so that... Oh. By the way, trust in, I forgot to say this. Trust in Me was originally written for Mary Poppins. What? How? Yeah. How? Why? Where? We all remember the snake character. We <laughs> <laughs> all remember the part well, where Mary going... Poppins creepily well, okay. said, trust in me. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase this. So it, the lyrics were different. Okay. It's the music that was going to be used mm. in Mary Poppins. And it was going to be called L- Land of Sand. But it was never used. Again, I don't know where they're going to put that. Land of Sand. Mary Poppins Returns. They're going to Land of Oh my god. How deep cut would that be if there was a Land of Sand? Let me point out, if I was going to do it, I'd put it in there. Oh my gosh, yes, please. That would be amazing. I, just my brain, when you said that, I'm like, how? Where? Where? How was that possible? 
It seems like people trust Mary Poppins right off the bat most of the time. Yeah. Does the penguins sing that? Where? <laughs> <laughs> So, does, does, does Bert sing it? <laughs> and then here's my question. If uh, P.L. Travers was part of the whole development process, did she get to hear this song? And was she against it? <laughs> like, That's Probably what I wonder. She was against everything. She was so. against yeah. everything. <laughs> fair, fair cop. Um, so Mowgli, Mowgli leaves Ka and Shere Khan. Well, Shere Khan barely leaves before, you know... Mowgli. They just miss each other. They just miss each other. Yeah, yeah. But apparently it's it's a pretty close... It's close enough that he's able to catch up with them later. But first we go to that weird part of the jungle. You right. know, with the, 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 the vultures. They're the like vulture in some part, sort huh? of like... You mean uh, the, the, okay. the dead area of the jungle yeah. where there's a thunderstorm? By, by the way, time to... <laughs> oh, here we go. The vultures. The okay. vul... Yes! The vultures! The vultures! By the way, what do you think the vultures look like? Oh, uh... Well, they sound like they're from... Liverpool. <laughs> uh, but who do they sound like? What? what Specifically, do you think? a fa- a famous court, uh, famous four group. Yeah. From Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, with top hair. <laughs> I think only three. To me, my it's in well, my opinion, old. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- well, yeah. Only yeah. three of them sound like approximations of the Beatles to me. Yeah. By the way, the vultures were actually going to be voiced by the Beatles. <laughs> That's insane. The bands? Okay. I, I, I don't know how to process it. <laughs> the third manager actually approached Disney about having him appear in the films. And yeah, Disney, the animators actually created the film, the vultures, specifically for them. Hmm. But then John Lennon, because it's John Lennon, yeah, was like, nah, nah. Oh, John. Because John found he was going to be the ball beat, uh, vulture, and he's like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> so, as, now, the- so it's because, uh, of course, they were going to do a song that was going to be a Beatles-esque that, type song. That would have been a... But, wow. But that would have been cool. Instead, yeah. the song that they chose is a barbershop quartet, and they did that so it could be more of a timeless type song. Okay. Which is funny because... It, I think, it has a little bit of a... Well, no, here's what I... Have you noticed, like, all the other songs you know, like, oh, yeah, this song, this song. This song is not really one that comes up quite a bit. Like, no. Um, I, yeah. Well... Yeah, they had to have a worst one. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that bad either. It's just... I th- well, there's two songs in this movie that I think don't come up that often. Uh, well, three, if you count the Colonel Hoffey Oh, march. yeah, the Hoffey. Mm-hmm. But the other one is the, the song at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shanti's song. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Do you, uh, th- wait, real quick, do you think the blonde vulture was supposed to be Ringo? Oh, I feel like the, the, the one that's like, hold it, fellas... I don't know. I I don't know. I think I, 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 know. I feel like I feel like that one was supposed to be Ringo. I was actually going to ask mm. you guys which one do you think is an approximation of which Beatles? I, I think know. the one with yeah. like the I, I the, the hair in his face that's talking really low. Mm. I think that one's supposed to be Ringo. I okay. think the blonde is actually supposed to be George Harrison. Yeah. Oh, the blonde. The blonde George. is George. Yeah. Interesting. I I think that the really the really enthusiastic one is Paul. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I can see. That. <laughs> and then and then uh, we don't know all their names. We we know one of them is Flaps. Mm. Hey, yes. Flaps. What you want to do? <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. Uh, don't, don't start again. <laughs> so I can't do a Cockney accent, so I'm just gonna make it as. Well, I just, I just, I, my favorite, my favorite vulture is, is the the super low key one. You know, hold it, fellas, look, <laughs> something's going on over there. So, like, you know? And you think that one's supposed to be? I think that one's Ringo. You think that one? I can see that being. Ringo. I think that's Ringo because he, he reminds me a bit of the Ringo when he's uh, the Ringo caricature from Yellow Submarine. Uh, you know, I, feel, I feel like a splintered old drumstick. You know, <laughs> like what, what if Ringo did it, but no one, but he did. 
What if he came to the What if he came to the studio and realized like, oh, the other ones didn't do it? They, they didn't tell him. He didn't know. He showed up. Ringo, Ringo, Ringo came with his own accord. He's like, oh, I'm here all the time. He's like, what as well? Peace and love. I've got a hole in my pocket. Dave and I have talked about like what our favorite Beatle is, and yours is actually Ringo. Mine is mine is Ringo. Mine okay. is Ringo because he's he's such the he's the under he's such the underdog beetle. And like, mm. Even in the movies, he's the underdog beetle. Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. So like, mine is George Harrison. Okay, George 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 Harrison is my second favorite okay. beetle. <laughs> First of all, George Harrison can actually write. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ringo wrote some fine songs. Oh God, no! Oh, come on! Oh, I, not to make this to a Beatles podcast, but I want to point something out. We listen to a lot of music at my job because we just need the, the background noise. Right, of yeah. course. So on Spotify, we did a, uh, a McCartney Day. We did a Lennon Day. When we did the Harrison Day, was that surprising? I went, I underestimated George. Oh, it's actually really he's good. Really George, cool. well, I yeah. think George has written some of the, the best the best songs, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah, although I, I find it funny because like his... <laughs> no, I love this story. His wife... For some reason, she all the band like all these band guys were all in love with her, and George Harrison wrote the song um, uh, something for her, and mm. it's such an incredible song. But then later on, um, oh, who is it? Uh, the guy who wrote Layla. Criminy. Uh, I'll never know. Uh, Eric Clapton. There it is. There. So oh. Eric Clapton wrote. Layla for her when she was still married to George Harrison oh because he was pining for her. Oh, well, well, and wow. she ended up like divorcing George Harrison and oh ended up marrying Eric Clapton. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. Um, like this is but it's like this woman inspired two of the most amazing crap. rock songs. So Patty yeah. Boyd, man. Patty Boyd. Patty Boyd. Okay, yeah, sorry. So, so anyway, yeah, but like yeah, so like Harrison, like, holy crap, George wrote some great stuff. And I'm sorry, David, we we did Ringo next. <laughs> Oh. And we were like an half an hour in. My my coworker's like, hey, you know, if you want to change it, <laughs> I was. And, and by the way, I, yeah, I was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but I can understand why you would choose Ringo. Ringo didn't write as a many... person. I like him a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ringo Ringo didn't write many songs, and there's a reason. I think there's a reason for it. But that said, when there's like one or two that are like, okay. Yeah. Now that said, that said, he this is his his caricature vulture is my favorite vulture. Yes. Yeah. I don't know because he's he's the he's the, he's kind of the straight man of the group. I do like him a lot too. He's like, hey, over there. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're actually they treat Mowgli with the most respect too. Yeah. Like they they're do. all they're all like, well, because they slowly make fun of him. and They're like, oh, he's actually suffering. <laughs> I, I didn't. I can't do accents. It kind of went Scottish for a bit. Yeah, I know. Right? Uh, but, uh, so then they say that's what friends are for. Mm. Which, yeah. You know what? I think it could have been better if they didn't have Jay Pat O'Malley talking during. Oh yeah. Because there was there was a bit of slapstick, and that's the problem. There's some good songs in Disney movies that are become less memorable because someone did slapstick during it. Mm. Yeah. And that's, I think that's... I, I do like the bit when they're all kind of doing that, like, vulture strut walk around Mowgli. <laughs> yeah. Right. And when you're lost <laughs> in dire need, who's at your side? <laughs> at and lightning speed. speed. Cue lightning flash in the clouds in the distance. <laughs> and then you got Shere Khan coming, you're like, They're, oh, they're no. singing a track to Shere Khan, though. So that, that that's kind of their bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, this is a sequence I actually had the least memory of. Really? I, I don't remember much of the vultures, and other than, you know, what you want to do today. But, uh, um... 
So I thought they were going to be threatening. Yeah. And so I was, like, kind of taken aback. Went, oh, wait, they're friendly as well. Yeah. <laughs> sure comes the only jerk. Really? But the Ka... And Ka, that's how I, I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> I do but like... Ka is so ineffectual that you kind of love him. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's I true. guess the only threat is Shere Khan. Because uh-huh. even Louie was like... The funny thing yeah. is, I, I yeah. think Bagheera could be a threat, but he just never cared to. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to... He just wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoy what what happens here with Shere Khan. is because he, he rolls up, mm. and Mowgli is like... I'm not scared of you. Yeah, even, yeah, that was great. That was great. The whole thing is just like that's amazing. Run! Why should I run? Yeah, I I do like when Shere Khan finishes the song. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and he goes in that deep baritone, and I lean over to Cam like, and you said that's not George Sanders doing that part. You, you no, you're pretty it's clearly sure it's not, not George and I, Sanders. And in, my, in the back of my head, in the back of my head, I'm like. Do you think they brought in Thurl for that part? Thurl Ravenscroft? I, I don't know. Because he gets he hits that low note, and I'm like, that's that sounds like a, a note that only Thurl could hit. We have talked about Thurl way more than I've ever talked about because we also talked about him in the Grinch. That's oh, that makes sense. Oh. That makes oh. sense. Yeah. Christmas, yeah, yeah. That was our December episode. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Um, so the vultures try. The vultures were going to take off, but they they at least care about him. They're like, run, friend. Yeah, yeah. they're helping out. They're yeah. Actually, they actually do help out. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They try to save him, and then Blue comes in and tries to save him too. Blue shows like, up in the nick of time. <laughs> he has the best timing. If it A weren't Dave's for ex Blue, <laughs> if it weren't for Blue's timing, like there's there's parts where you see um, Mowgli being chased by uh, Shere Khan. He's just running, trying to avoid him. Yeah, but. If if Baloo hadn't been like water skiing off of his tail the whole time, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind he would have been caught. Mm-hmm. Um, I can jump back a little bit when when Mowgli is like kind of telling Khan, Khan, I'm like, I'm not scared of you. The yeah. thing I really love about that is that the whole movie, the whole movie is people getting Mowgli back to the man village because they're afraid for him. Yeah, and he has no real concept of him other than he's bad, and so here he is finally confronting him, and he's like. I have been, people have been telling me to be afraid of you this entire time. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then he actually, when Shere Khan counts down, instead of running, he's like, I'm going to find a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. He puts up a stick. Yeah. Mowgli's awesome. He gets some hits in. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going to fight that tiger. Yeah. I, I do fight I that also, tiger. I also do kind of like the, 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 I, I don't know how, it's not necessarily a modern concept, but it's certainly like this weird thing in movies where, They'll have like a like a pre meeting with the villain, uh, like uh-huh. Shere Khan. Like I I think they do this in the twenty sixteen version Jungle book uh-huh. where where Mowgli and Shere Khan have a meeting and they and they kind of air their grievances at each other. Yeah, and then they don't meet again until the end again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this this this. I, I think it's it is refreshing that in this animated version they really only come face to face in at the end. Right. Yeah. Because we know that like Shere Khan wants to kill Mowgli. If Shere Khan finds Mowgli and doesn't kill him, that doesn't make any sense. Right. So they right. can only meet up at the end because that's at the time of most threat. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it makes sense to me that this mm-hmm. would be when they finally encounter each other. Just kind of after hearing about each other mm-hmm. off to the side. Yeah, so, so, uh, but yeah. So, uh, so Baloo does show up right in the nick of time, does ride on the tail. That's really funny. Yeah. Let go, let go. Yeah. There's teeth on, on the, the other end. <laughs> And then there's actually a point where you see Shere Khan, like, basically scratching him. You're like, dude, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised it's, you didn't see bad. scars on Blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blue's got a thick hide. Yeah. Then 
if, if you thought De- Deus Ex Blue was bad enough, then there is some literal Deus Ex Machina where a lightning bolt oh, out yeah. of nowhere and then it's like, hits a dry tree, lighting a branch well, on fire, landing right next to Moby. And then there's a point where the vultures out of nowhere is like, look, fire! It's the one thing Shere Khan's afraid of. <laughs> of course it is. Well, every, like, everybody knows everybody knows Shere Khan's weakness. Mm-hmm. But they just don't know how to use it because only, again, it, Louis wouldn't be trying so hard to get it if the animals knew how to get fire. It, right. would, it would be nice, though, if they would have said earlier he's afraid of fire. That really wasn't make clear earlier or that wasn't said earlier this what, is just... you mean to the vultures or to no just in general no they, they said he fears man's gun and man's fire he wants to get the man cub before he becomes that's a full right. man that's right they mentioned... and can do those things oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay like that, but that was like during the wolf part and that's it after that right yeah, yeah. okay okay there's a couple places in the movie where it's mentioned now this is where Mowgli he takes this flaming tree branch which oh wait wait beautifully wait. animated yeah, yeah. oh definitely oh it's yeah. gorgeous the fire looks really, really good. It does. Um, it really and does. And then he ties it to Shere Khan's tail? But Shere Khan doesn't notice that? Oh, because he's being it's... distracted by the vultures. The vultures are swooping uh, in on yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is... I, I thought this was... I was like, how is this the plan? Because <laughs> <laughs> Mowgli has no fear. Yeah. And, and, like, you don't... You, he's not going to wield it and scare him off that way. He just literally ties it to his tail. And so Shere Khan just runs off. And then I was like, oh, this is going to start an actual fire. Mm. But it starts raining. But it starts raining. So it was like perfect. Everything just perfectly converged in that moment. And then all of a sudden, oh no, Blue has died. And then we're like, is this the first fake out, death fake out that Disney's ever done? (laughs) I I can't. Yeah. In all the other movies we watched, we haven't had a death fake out. No. Like someone who's like, oh, they're dead. Clearly they're dead. And then. Some of the princesses do, don't they? Well, no. Well, but we. Well, here's well, the thing. Okay, Snow the, White. Yeah, I was gonna say Snow White. That's a technical one. Technical. <laughs> <laughs> you got that on the technical. Oh, actually, yeah. actually, Pinocchio kinda. But Pinocchio, oh. but Pinocchio actually did die, and the blue fairy brings it back. Oh, this is one of the, okay. I'm saying the circumstances of the death fake out, which is such a tropey thing, <laughs> is where a character is clearly lying there, and everyone goes. Oh no, how sad they're dead, and then they regain consciousness. And then this one even plays with that to the point of having uh, Blue, he, he he opens his eyes and we see him hear uh, yeah. Bagheera's yeah. kind words Eddie, about him. Eddie and he's like, oh, if only I could have been there to hear it, or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. And this is, again, this is the interesting part, because it's like, it's like Bagheera is showing uh, his true colors a little bit here. I'll say this too, it, I will admit that I kind of wish Bagheera was a bigger... Had a bigger role in the finale. Yeah, he didn't uh, do that. He didn't show up until, like, the tail end of things, did he? No. no. That would actually would have been nice if he would have helped out or something. Yeah. 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 Um, and, yeah, I will say, I'll admit, like, yeah, like, before the blue waking up, it's, like, it does, it is kind of, like, classic Disney sad, where you just yeah. see this... You don't even see Baloo's eyes, which adds to the fact that, like, oh, man, I think he is dead. And, you know, again, nothing nothing gets me more uh, caught up with the, in the moment when, like, a child is begging for someone to please move. Aww. And I'm like, oh, God, okay. I don't think it ends this way. But... Is anyone getting... <laughs> I was getting some little flash forwards to, Dad? Yeah. Dad? Yeah. No, I, I was too. Um, but yeah, having Baloo slowly wake up and going, oh, man. <laughs> well, to, me, to me, that's what makes this scene so fun is that he regains consciousness, but he still lies there. Yeah. And it's not, like, other times it's like, oh, what happened? Everyone's like, you're alive! And I'm always like, oh, it's so tired. Here it's played for comedy, and oh, I yeah. love it. Because, like, Blue's I pretending... wish my mother was here. <laughs> Blue's just, like, pretending to be dead so he can just hear nice things said about him by Bagheera. By Bagheera. 
And Bagheera's like really laying on the compliments. He's like, yeah. yes, this yeah. will be the burial ground of his of this great person, <laughs> yeah. of this great bear. <laughs> we will tell the tale. <laughs> I guess you would make the argument it's the vultures. The vultures will take care of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I they didn't. You know what's funny? They didn't lay on the vulture puns very thick about the no. carry on, but there's a couple little cheeky bits in mm. there. That about, happened. Like, about vultures eating... About vultures eating carrion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a couple bits, like, things are... What was it? I don't remember the joke, but it's follow with, you mean you wish they were? Nay, nay. <laughs> but the other part I really like is in the song where, like, it's like we've never met an animal we didn't like. And I think to myself, Eris, that's a devil entendre right there. That's very good. Um, <laughs> but Baloo's fine. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Yeah, yeah. And he, not even and, a black eye. <laughs> no, not this time. Not, not a scratch on him. Yeah, how did he survive that? Well, to be fair, he, he was getting clawed at, but the claws couldn't get through Baloo's thick fur. And I think the thing that takes him out is uh, he he gets claw, he gets like basically punched in the jaw, and that knocks him out. Yeah. But everyone thinks he he got clawed to death because yeah, they yeah. saw him being clawed. Um, but uh, he, but yeah, I love that Bagheera's like he's righteous indignation, like Baloo, how? To, how to, but, but Mowgli's just like. I'm so glad you're not dead, Papa yeah. Bear. <laughs> yeah. And then they get to the man village, and guess what? I did, uh, I'm kind of weirded out this by is... this scene. <laughs> this ending is kind of... I guess this is the only part where I look at it as an adult, and I kind of go, wait a minute, there's something... Like, the concept's not... The concept on it on it on paper is not bad, but there's certain bits of the animation that make me a little uncomfortable. Well, mm. and then I do think this scene, the one good part of this scene for me is Baloo has a line where Mowgli sees the girl in the village, yeah, and it's like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> Baloo says, "Ah, oh, kid, they're not worth it." <laughs> so funny, yeah, it is that's so that's beyond. Great... It's it's really don't funny. worry about it, kid. They're nothing but trouble. <laughs> and then like. What's kind of great is, like, Bagheera's non-dialogue acting. Yeah. His face just bits his light up. That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's figured out, I think I figured out my way to get him back well, home. Well, the funny part is, is like... The female of the species is more deadly than the male. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Kipling said it. He's ten. Yeah. She's obviously young, so we'll just assume she's the same age. Why is she? Why is this little girl being fetish, kind of like sexualized? I'm sorry. Yeah, oh no, no, yeah, no. She's she's yeah, she's bad. she's giving she's giving uh, she's giving Mowgli some bedroom eyes. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? Well, and then I think there is a certain implication in the way that it's animated that she drops the jar on purpose, yeah. which they point she, out. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, I yeah. love that. Like, like she did that on purpose, and, and Bagheera's just like naturally. <laughs> yeah. Well, because because she does that, and I, I actually love. He did that on purpose, and then Blue's like, yeah, he. did <laughs> like exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, actually, apparently, um, this is where you see Moby do that little like, like yeah. a half smirk with his nose, where he's like, uh, apparently, animator Ollie Johnston didn't like that idea either. But after a certain point, he's like, okay, well, we could go with that. Although it is kind of funny where like Mowgli's looking back at Blue, and then he's just like. <laughs> he shrugs. Shrugs. Yeah. He shrugs. He shrugs. Like, well, that, yeah. This is my life now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. I um, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been seduced by this. Oh my god. This girl. Um. She's saying the song about how she carries water from the river, and someday, and I happened to be in the tree when she was, and she looked right at me when she said that someday I'll have a handsome husband. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. um. Yeah. Well. Mm. <laughs> and a daughter of her own. Yeah. Um. Although, 
the ending where Blue and Bagheera are going into the sunset is really nice. Yeah. By, I, I like that bit. By the way, um, after a studio screening of the finished film, Walt's personal nurse, Hazel George, who basically was there during his death, came up to animator Ollie Johnston with tears in her eyes. And she told him that final shot where Bagheera and Babalu walk off into the sunset was perfect, and that's just the way that Walt had gone out. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god. Dang it. Now, I, I, I do want to uh, bring up Jungle Book 2, because I did, some, <laughs> I did some reading into it. Okay. And, and although I don't, if I ever saw it, I do not remember it. So, normally, you, you guys have what you call the plummet counter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Bagheera here in this one just runs off with fire on his tail. In Jungle Book 2, Bagheera, or not Bagheera, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Shere Khan comes back. Yeah. Right. And is still trying to kill Mowgli. And in this one, um, he plummets. In, in Jungle Book 2, he plummets. Oh, he, he does. He plummets into a lava pool. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, what? what? I'm sorry. <laughs> so he's dead. Yes, from my reading, <laughs> from my reading of it online, he... Full on dies. <laughs> well, we can't. I don't know. This, since we're not reviewing that film, yeah, this doesn't. Yeah, I, he it, the problem is it didn't come to theaters. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand you have your rules, but I wanted to right, give you that peek yeah, right. into yeah. a possible. It's actually interesting because that only really became prevalent in like the eighties and nineties with mm-hmm. Disney. That's when it started. So right now, our plummet counter only sits at three. Mm-hmm. That's it. Three yeah. villains who fell to their doom. Mm-hmm. And oh, I still say Maleficent is a technicality. Reali- I just, <laughs> oh, I just yeah. realized we do have a, we might have a fourth one coming up. Robin Hood, doesn't he? No, no, no. No, no. no. Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And that depends on even on how you count who the villain is in that one. There's a couple. There's a, there's a few. I always thought. No one, no one. Here's the thing. You see, in Robin Hood, well. Okay, we can talk okay. about that. We, we'll talk about that. Get As it stands, though, I want to introduce you all to uh, Trader Sam. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, hey. He's the head salesman of the jungle, but uh, business has been shrinking lately. He's got a really great deal right now, though. Two of his heads for just one of yours. Either way, he slices it, you come out ahead. He's a really nice guy, though. He's always inviting me over to his place for parties. You know, he's, he serves finger foods, open-faced sandwiches, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I, I said to him one time, I said, Sam, your wife makes a great stew. And he said, I know, I'm sure going to miss her. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, but we are getting close to civilization here, but we have a little bit of time to kind of <laughs> close the jungle book here. Why did you not skip her? <laughs> because, I, I don't know. I've never applied to work at Disneyland before. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, you really... You I really, haven't. Yeah. And I don't know if I really want to, to be honest. I can, I can understand that. It's all now, uh, but yeah, they we... This is, uh, they walk off in the sunset. It's a very, it's a very kid, this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Or, you know, yeah. kind of thing. This is, like a lovely, and... this is a lovely movie. This is, this is, uh, this is a delightful movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think the fact that we've been here as long as we have been talking about <laughs> it says how much we all love this movie. It, it, this has been a fun discussion, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I really <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed this. Um... I guess my final thoughts are like this. There's a reason in my mind this this endears, and not just because of its association with what happened to Walt, but because overall it's just a really finely crafted animated film. Mm-hmm. It's it's never boring. It in my opinion, it's never boring. The comedy is timed well. The the character motivations are believable. It's paced at a it's paced believably for if you and if you think about it too much, it even still like if you overthink it, it still makes sense because again. Mowgli's raised by animals. They're not going to have... Their relationships form quickly and maybe break quickly, you know? Like, it's not like... Like, the fact that over the course of three days, he went from being a wolf kid to living <laughs> in this village with this 
girl with a jar on her head. <laughs> like, Jeez. Uh, and his 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 adopted bear father let him go so easily. Yeah, you know, Just a little bit. I, of ge- I think what really works for me with the film is the songs are good. Yes, yes. really. Oh on that. yeah, yeah. Like, every song knocks it out of the park. I mean, except for one or two. That, uh, and even those and, aren't bad songs. Yeah, and then I think even in a in a weird way, you can zoom in on certain parts of this film, and the scenes work individually. Yes, you can look at the yeah. whole film, and you go, "Oh, there's a lot of like allegory and metaphor, and they're working on a lot of different levels here." Mm-hmm. And and you know, because you, you can ignore the fact that they're animals, and it's just like here is a boy learning about the world. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. And then you can look at each what each animal represents. You can look at what each scene, what Mowgli learns. You can, like, all of it breaks down into very interesting ways. And then, of course, the beautiful animation, they're really showing off every different animal that they can. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, the, I think the biggest thing that, like, it's very clear about what, what stuck with us as we're still talking about the movie this long <laughs> and after seeing it as much as we did see it when we were all, when we were all kids is the fact that it's, it's such a... It's kind of one of those rare like cases of realizing, oh, it's a character-based movie. It is, yeah. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, and the fact that it's entirely fueled by the characters and, and your enjoyment of the characters and how the characters interact with each other, you kind of forgive it for not having a super intensely detailed plot. You just liked hanging out with them. You can call this yeah. like a hangout movie to a certain degree. It is, yeah. and it's not. It's 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 kind of a, it's kind of a road trip movie in a weird way. I think yeah, that's, it's a buddy comedy. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to put it. There is still. A storyline, but it really is character driven. Yeah, it's not because that was one thing Dave and I. No did. one's no one's questing for anything for any major length of time, yeah. and the conflicts are very interpersonal. Yeah, Mowgli doesn't want to go to the Man Village. Bagheera wants him to go to the Man Village. Mowgli wants to stay with Baloo. Baloo wants to stay with Mowgli. They just want to pal around the jungle all day. Yeah, yeah. King Louie just wants fire. <laughs> Shere Khan just wants to eat Mowgli. Khan just wants to eat Mowgli. <laughs> Khan just wants to kill him. Colonel Hathi just wants everybody to listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing, because um, we, we argued about this with Sword in the Stone. On the vultures, they just they just don't really care. They're just uh, chilling. They just uh, they just want to know what to do. They want something to do. Yeah, there you uh, go. It's, I, it's, I feel that. I feel that. The I wants are so obvious here, and it's yeah. great. Um, but we were complaining about this with Sword in the Stone. Is like there really isn't a so- uh, a storyline with Sword in the Stone. It's pretty episodic as well. But it's not real. There's not a cohesive. There's some. There's some odd. As much as I enjoy Sword in the Stone, there's some odd character bits that don't mesh super well. And we. And again, I, I feel bad because I know you were. That was one you were interested in doing as well. Andrew. I do. I do love Sword in the Stone a lot, and uh, I think a lot of it is from the Merlin and Archimedes relationship. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's so funny, and it's so like not in any other story of Arthur or Merlin. You don't Merlin's funny weird assistant. Like oh yeah, the owl. That's yeah, so good. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I totally know what you mean because yeah. every once in a while I remember like oh yeah, there's a whole part in Sword in the Stone where um, Wart turns into a squirrel and another yeah. squirrel wants to kiss him. Like that's yeah. <laughs> and that's like twenty minutes of that movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's where episodic goes wrong. Jungle yeah. Book is is they're getting it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Again, it's and I think it's because also they take time for every single character. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, other there is not that many minor characters. Like every single character, with the exception of like the monkeys or whatever. Are the monkeys all, are a character in them. They're like a supporting character as a group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's the same collectively. With, or it's the same with Hathi and his army. And um, even, even like, even like Winifred, the 
Yeah. Verna Felton's character and the son get a little bit of stuff to do. They so still like, have personalities. You still, like, feel for them. With Verna Felton, you're, it's like, the character, she's like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, well, I lo- again, I love the bit where she takes charge and calls him a, a pompous old windbag. I know! <laughs> she's the one who finally gets him to commit to finding Mowgli, even though we never, ever see the elephants again. <laughs> after they stomp off. Yep. But... Yeah, it, but it's like you, there is a focus with each character, and there's time taken. Where with, I think with Sword in the Stone, is just it, it, again the relationship between Merlin and War is, I love I love it. It's like it, it's definitely realistic, right? And it's, uh, but yeah, it's a bit. There's not really a cohesive storyline going somewhere. Like it's just like Merlin just comes into this kid's life. I guess the, I think that again the biggest argument we had with Sword in the Stone was the whole. And How does anything Merlin teaches 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 Wart relevant when he pulls the sword? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like there needs to be whatever Merlin taught him should factor into him eventually getting the sword, but it, it, he kind of just gets the sword on accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that that was the main thing, but there's still a lot to like about Sword in the Stone. Yeah, and like I said, is. if you if you're new to this podcast and you're listening this far, um, we did do our Sword in the Stone episode. You can go back and listen to that one if you want to hear me and Kayla's thoughts on it. And uh, who knows? We could always, in the future, we could always just do a. Re- we could always revisit some of these movies just in brief discussion with <laughs> yeah. people because I again I feel bad because I know how much you like that one, Andrew. So uh, the one, although I, I didn't want I I would like to ask them these questions because this was something. Uh, uh, well, this one, uh, Dave and I had debated. Uh, we did just did our Mary Poppins episode and. Mary Poppins Returns or the, is, yeah. like, coming up right afterwards. That was not planned. That mm. was not... It just happened. And we're debating, like, should we review it mm. as soon as the movie comes out? Or should mm. we... Or do we, do we break our chronology model and talk about Mary Poppins Returns now? Well... Or wait until... Or do we wait? I, you have more experience with that Spielberg <sighs> yeah. guy. Well, that Spielberg like, guy. Because when we do... When, when, when me and Emily were doing Ben Beyond Spielberg, I mean, that was our one rule to kind of keep... Because uh, our you know our show was very similarly formatted, so when we had, but you know the deal was when there was a new Spielberg movie that came out that year, we broke the time, we broke the chronology to be current for the movie of the for that movie and uh, the month that movie that came out. And I guess for me, the reason we were cool with that is that we were allowing ourselves to see where he is now compared to where he was where we left him off before. Okay. And but that's different in the case of like. We were focusing on one individual's filmmaking career. Here, it's I don't know if that's the same thing you guys could be doing with your show. Well, you know, for for sure we've agreed like with um with the because with the full canon like the Walt Disney Animation Studios canon, we mm-hmm. will keep it chronologically. Where Mary Poppins is a side, right? Like we're these are like side movies that we've uh, included because yes, they're not specifically Walt Disney Animation Studios. But they've had a hand in the influence of uh, animation. That's actually another thing we're debating right now is... Uh, so a friend of mine, or a friend of ours, actually, who's going to join us on the show eventually, asked, can I do Tron? And mm. I'm like... I, and I said, well, Ooh, we're Tron. not... We're like, we're not doing Tron. And he's like, well, why not? And I'm like, because it's not an animated... It's, it has, it's not animation. He's like, but it's CGI. And I'm like, and eventually CGI is going to be used for animation. Like, hmm. uh, was Tron, I can't remember now if Tron was released with with any part of because aren't you going by the specific label like 
the Walt Disney it, well, Animation Studios. Usually, yeah, it's usually by it's connected with it, and Tron wasn't included in yeah. that. But like we're doing, but it's like we could still twist it a little bit. Like I mean, we're doing. We'll eventually do Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Which it is done by Touchstone. Yeah, but uh, it's. But at the same time... Considering we've been kind this, of exploring the combination of animation and live action, the, and, and that the, evolution that, through the pluses... And let's be honest, what, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is very important to that animation history. Let, it's like, yeah. we're not going to ignore, like, a Goofy movie, because it's not... Well, a Goofy a, movie still has that connection. They actually are joint with Walt Disney. Right, but I'm saying, like, we're not going to ignore it because it's not... It's like any... and we're. I, I don't know. Blah! <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're, we're including a Goofy movie, but it's like Tron, that's like... It's like, well... Tron's a stretch. Tron's a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. You like, guys make your rules and you have to decide when to break them. No, I yeah. know. Yeah. That's how that but works. it's like, what, what, do you guys think Tron is an animation? <laughs> no, I would say no. Honestly, yeah. no. But only because it was so early in that idea of what is 3D animation. What yeah. is computer yeah. graphics. Um, but then when you get to, to where we are now, yeah, it's like a... That's that's just computer graphics. I, I, I feel like Tron, the way they used CG, is what eventually gets used for like Jurassic Park right. and stuff like that. That doesn't make it animation, though. I mean, it's this weird, tricky thing because it's like Tron will be equivalent to like what they did with Mary Poppins, where they entered the world of air quote animation. Yeah. But I don't. It, it that one. Yeah, I think like what you're saying. It's like it's like it's like watching an Avengers movie right now, and it's like. We don't really call the fight scenes an animated movie, despite the fact that it's clearly animated. It, right. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. like like the Alice in Wonderland movies. So it's, they're all or the the Tim Burton ones. They're all take place in an animated in a like CG world. We don't yeah. call it. Animated. We don't call the Star Wars prequels animated. Those <laughs> actors were standing on green screens. <laughs> a very uh, but a very bizarre point of order. And 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 now we're just rambling. Yeah. Um, well, this is my last point, and then I can I will say. Um, it, it can be argued, just for the sake of argument, that we are do we we have to cover dinosaur because it's part oh, no. of. Yeah. Yeah. I know dinosaur. because it is a Walt Disney it's Animation Studios, Studios yeah. but it's all it's, on, so it's in real places, it but with CG characters on animated characters on but top it of it. It is yeah. part of the canon. No, you yeah. Therefore, we have the to talk canon. about. I will agree that you do have to count that it's so. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. So so okay. Oh, it's no, a, no, it's no, a weird question to ask because like that's. That breaks a lot of the protocol. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if for any listeners out there, if you guys think we should review Tron or you think it's worth, like, uh, talking about in terms of animation or think it's important in animation anyway, let us know on Twitter. We're at... Uh, Animusings Pod. Animusings Pod, yes. Um, that's, that's basically the best place to reach us. It's been consistently the best place to reach us. Um, and we, we really hope that more people will reach out to us through that at times. Because we'd love to, we will, we will happily answer questions. We already kind of staged it a little bit, but the next film, we'll be covering, uh, two films in January. We're going to be doing... Aristocats. Aristocats and Bedknobs and Broomsticks as Animation, Animusings Plus. And we actually got guests for both of them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. That's good. Yeah. So if you have a question about either of those films, uh, Aristocats being our mainline one again, and Bedknobs and Broomsticks being our Animusings Plus, uh, yeah, Twitter at Amusings Pod. Leave us, send us a message, send us a tweet, whatever you'd like to do. And, we will uh, take a look at it. What about you guys? Tell us about. Uh, Tell us again uh, where we can find well, you and your stuff. We mentioned before that we do the show Nothing New. Mm-hmm. Yes, a remake podcast. Uh, you can find us on both Instagram and Twitter on Nothing New Pod. 
And uh, you want uh, social media? Our personal social media, I guess. Yeah, uh, you can find yeah. me on Twitter and Instagram at podcaster Andrew. Uh, Twitter Justin at Justin on Instagram at Justin Quiz. And I have some other shows. I do oh, a yeah, lot of podcasts. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you do a bunch. Go uh, ahead. So I have one that I do every week with uh, uh, Emily Schmemly, and it's called Dunstan Checks Men. <laughs> Uh, and we take the film Dunstan Checks In, that's right, the 1996 ape film, uh, and we break it down minute by minute, and we pair each minute with another feature film, like a fine wine with dinner. <laughs> uh, so check that out, uh, uh, com slash Dunstan, and that's Dunstan with an O, D-U-N-S-T-O-N. Uh, and Is I there a minute in Dunstan that would be good to go with Jungle Book? Um, you don't have to answer that, I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I, we can... We, I don't know. Because uh, the way we decide, Emily and I uh, uh, alternate which minutes. So I have the even-numbered minutes and she has the odd-numbered mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, and we haven't chosen all of our movie minute pairings yet. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> uh, and then I do another show uh, that's a monthly show called It's On My List, where it's me and five other friends and we talk about the films that people say have to be on your list, that you have to see. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we, we kind of make sure that we pick a film that... You know, some of us have seen, some of us haven't seen, and then we watch it and decide, should this be on your list? Is this- <laughs> uh, our first episode was on Gone with the Wind, so we took that one, we took care of that one for you. You don't want to sit through four hours of a movie, listen to our hour-long podcast. I already did. I'm, I'm, I'll be really curious to hear what you all thought, because well, I certainly have some thoughts. You'll be surprised <laughs> to find out I was in the minority, and I won't tell you how I felt. You have to go listen! Okay, uh, so okay. It's, it's on my list podcast. I'm still going to ask you off mic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it for me. Awesome. Um, so, guys, thank you for joining us for the longest ride on the uh, Jungle Cruise ever. Uh, it's nice that Disney did not have anything to do with this, and I'm totally not just making it up while we're all sitting in my living room. Uh, <laughs> and we're actually in a boat. Uh, we've come to the dock. Uh, it's time for everyone to get out. And uh, thank you all again. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us. Uh, let's do this again sometime. Uh, probably in in relation to another remake. <laughs> uh, this one has several, so that's a big plus. But yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, we laugh, we cry, we almost died, and frankly, I love you like family. Now get out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was rude. Please, get out. <laughs> and uh, before we sign off, uh, here's one more joke for all you psychics out there. <laughs> there we go. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard Waz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk about Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network.
You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com. <laughs>